Welcome to Nerdables episode 419. This week we break down Hawkeye episode 5 and Spider-Man No Way Home. This is going to be Nerdables episode 419, The Hawkeye and the Spider. Which actually doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess the thieves are supposed to be flies caught in a web. Yes, because he's a spider. Well, the way that it sounds, catches thieves just like flies is like flies catch thieves. And flies don't catch thieves. Sure, they do. It, it was the 1970s. Flies, Welcome to Nerdables. Hey, this is... Disease. We're just going to talk about the cartoon, right? I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. And tonight... Tonight. We're going to... Tonight. Spoiler. Spoiler. Tonight. Spoiler. Yes, if you have There's not gonna seen... There's going to be spoilers galore. If you have not seen Spider-Man or the last episode of Hawkeye, don't listen to us. Because that's Mikey, all Mikey, Ethan, doing. you both have seen it and, her, and both of them now? Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure... Yeah, I asked Ethan. I guess I asked Mikey. Anything. I still can't hear anything. You still can't hear anything? I can't hear... I mean, I can barely hear it. How about now? Is that better? Nope, that's, nope, that's not you. No, that's you Ethan. turned me up. No, that's me. Oh, there Ethan, I, you better. know I turned you up. <laughs> God. I hate it here. Leaves... Leaves the house with a raging heart on. Can't open the door, guys. Can't reach the doorknob. <laughs> I can't get to it. So, hey, um, Hawkeye. This episode. reverse of that sound. Like, what? That's what we need. <laughs> the Hawkeye. This episode. Because we're gonna start with Hawkeye. Because in <sighs> spoiler alerts order hawkeye comes first and how we saw it in, for the week it was in the first. in the chronological it's people MCU, talk for that for hawkeye comes after we it's uh we do that one first because we've talked about that the world talked for that about that for less than 24 hours yes they did and then people got to see spider-man they're like oh my god spider-man and stuff I was actually really surprised. I didn't see any spoilers for that from Thursday. I haven't seen from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. People seem to be very, you know, outside of. I didn't see any spoilers. A lot of people are just like, "I loved it. It was great. Right, it's the best one." You know, no. But starting all in all, I'm starting like no specifics, no spoilers. I love this one. But even with Hawkeye, we haven't seen any spoilers. So let's talk about Hawkeye first. Hawkeye doesn't have any spoilers. Oh, it does. There's really nothing in it that I think anyone's gonna. It's not like watching Wandavision. No. Well. No, it's more of a a character appearance. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think that was the the whole thing. No, if this mm-hmm. if this no. uh recording stops abruptly, it's because Rich breaks the machine <laughs> in about eight minutes and twenty seconds. Marshall's playing in the bowl game tonight and uh the bowl game. The their one bowl of the game. ninety bowl games with awful names like the Meineke Car Care Bowl. What the hell was the one I saw this today? RNL Carriers New yeah, Orleans Bowl. RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. The uh, Myrtle Beach one's got a weird name. There was another. One. What was the one I said earlier that was really weird? I don't I'm know. Waiting for the Vagisil Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. I'm sorry, Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Yes. Which was something else before. Yes. Just bought the name out or whatever. So anyway. Hawkeye. So Hawkeye. Hawkeye's um, not in a bowl game. Where's the Hawkeye bowl? So Where's the Disney Plus bowl? Hawkeye confirmed Chris's kind of reveal, reveal the other day, or a couple weeks ago. 
of. What was it? My. Jeez, that was Jeez, my that was deep. No. <laughs> Damn, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say a word that. for weeks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about it? <laughs> find, you, you have to find a way to isolate that and make it one of the best. <laughs> Just in the middle of sort of <laughs> <laughs> But he got quiet. <laughs> Where's the Disney Plus bowl? <laughs> Um, but no, it was it wasn't something I created. Yes, it was something that I picked up on. Yeah, and I wasn't the only one. I mean, it's not like I'm the only person that figured it out. I was shocked you hadn't figured it out. That's kind of why I, I blurted it two weeks ago or whatever. I was like, how did you not? I mean, usually you're the one that's just oh no, I figured everything out before the first second of the show. Uh, because actually, I didn't. I didn't hear his laugh. I, I saw it, and I think I was mentioning something to Beth as the laugh happened. Mm. So I missed the tone and the pitch, and you know of the of the. So I didn't know who it was, and I really didn't. I wasn't fully paying attention to that scene. I think. I don't know if I would have noticed it if I didn't know about it. That's yeah. That's That's so for everybody listening who doesn't understand who we're talking about because we're just keep teasing. Because we never really talk about a show. We're talking about Wilson Fisk. You know how radio works. You tease them all the way up to the end. Yeah, we don't need to tease people for twenty, thirty minutes. Well, the thing is, we never we never do anything in order. We always skip to the end. (laughs) So Wilson Fisk, so we won't even mention the name until by Vincent D'Onofrio has returned into the MCU canon. From the Netflix show to repri- reprise what, his Netflix role. What, Netflix show? Shut up. <laughs> Darn I hate you guys. Devil. Wilson Fisk from the Netflix Daredevil show has made his way into the MCU now and is reprised by Vincent D'Onofrio. Ah. Which made everybody super happy. I still wonder... I, I'm. Wondering if we get any official word from Feige or Marvel that the Netflix show—it's—it's it's what I was telling not. Rich, you know, earlier. It's like it—it it shouldn't matter, and nobody should care. It came yeah, down. But to the problem point, is, is it does no, matter it to a lot of people. It really doesn't. But it does to a lot of people. What I'm saying, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. I don't care one way or the other. The problem I have with what I said with the first time the rumor was that Charlie Cox was going to come back and all this other stuff was. I don't need five years of these jackholes all over online. But the Netflix shows count, and it's canon. Canon is the stupidest word in the world, and I'm so sick of it. It's just, it's such a worthless word. Why? They word. make such great cameras. Um, but what? But just when it gets... That would have been better if it was... They have great celebrities <laughs> that give you messages. No, that's cameo. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't be any better. Yeah, it's the canon. That's why my joke is better. But the, the and a lot of that comes from the frustration in the Star Wars universe of people with canon and not with canon and so obsessed with whether a new story is canon and all that stuff. And it gets just to be overwhelming. And I don't want to see that with Marvel. I don't want to see that with the MCU, where people are going to be screaming at each other that the Netflix series are canon or the Netflix series aren't. I, because I, what we know is there are characters that are there. Kevin Feige has said our dare our daredevil is Charlie Cox. More on that later. And. But we also know that Kevin Feige hates the Netflix shows because he hates, hates a strong word for that. He I hates don't think Jeff he hates Lowe. Him. He hates he, oh, see, and hates Jeff Lowe is a strong thing. He, he does but they hate, no, they hate each other. 
They but absolutely hate each other. At the end of the day, they, he's a business guy. They disagree. I understand that. But he did not when, like to... He, the big no, no. thing was he didn't like hold the direction on, that let's, Loeb was going no, with let's the stop TV right shows. There. It's not they disagree. They stopped talking to one another. They refused to talk to one another. They had to have intermediary, intermediaries go to management to I talk about what the other people were doing. Even though they were in the same universe, Kevin Feige publicly admitted... He's not doing anything with anything that I'm doing because that stuff doesn't matter. Correct. He hates those shows because he didn't produce them. He didn't. He, he, right. And if you look at the the Nev, or the or uh, Disney Plus shows, especially Hawkeye, it's, I think it's the very first one because it says Kevin Feige, produced by Kevin Feige. They're all the, under his control. That's yeah. the thing is he's been the president of it or whatever. Nothing... Nothing happens that he doesn't approve in some way. Correct. I mean, he's not sitting there in the in the in the writers' room going, "Hey, let's do this." And but well, when he's he the gets president the script, of Marvel yeah, Studios, when he gets the script, he's like, "This is what we're doing." He has the right to be able to call someone and says, "Hey, we're not doing this." Yes, you know, or whatever. Regardless of that, though, I think you know him being in such a, the the position that he's at, and he sees one the fan reaction to these characters, as well as two the actors who are playing them portray them as well as they did, he would be stupid not to bring them in. Even if it's something like, oh, I didn't create this. Jeff Loeb created it. I hated what he did, blah, 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 whatever. That's why, I'm talking, end, about, that's why I'm talking about what the question then becomes is something that they're probably, you're right, they're probably never going to answer it. Rather, don't, don't answer it. Just address to, it. They don't have to. I'm not yeah. saying they well, have it's to. The same thing. My question is not that they have to. My question is, that they are. is will they? Because at some point, this type of discourse is damaging to fandoms. Okay, I'm looking at it this way: taking the Star Wars, what Star Wars does as a you know as a whole with their media. We already know that movies first, TV second, linear video games third, books and comic books. Well, the books and comic books are before video games. They're all so kind of in that same but visual yeah. media before written media. I think once you get past the movies and TV, all the rest of it is kind of it's in its own bubble. Sure. Okay. Because we've already my seen point. some of it. Re- 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 uh, blah. We've already seen some of it rewritten. Yes. Coming from TV before yes. books, video games, whatever. But my point is that with the with with all the canon that's out there, because you know Marvel Comics makes Star Wars comic books. Uh, Del Rey is publishing all of the Star Wars novels. Those are still canon to the movies if you want to go out and read them or see them. You know, you may only see Ahsoka on Mandalorian Season 2 and then her series, and that's all you care to see. But there's a whole lot of Ahsoka before that that if you like that character, you can now go back and you know, watch and read all of it. with a book, which has some of its canon rewritten. <laughs> Correct. And I don't mind and, that. And, and what, here's, here's, Johnson stuff? what, uh, yeah, it's, it's just little bits of yeah. character moments are the same, but yeah. once you've watched the final season of clone wars, yeah. there's a, a sequence in the book that makes no sense. Yeah, okay. um, it's basically how she fakes her own death. Yeah. And the sabers and yeah. Whatever. And, and again, I don't... They kind of did it with dropping one of the sabers, but... But she definitely picks up both of them when she goes back, doesn't she? In the book, when she digs them back up. In the book, she yeah. goes, yeah. 
So obviously one of those sabers. The last time we see that saber is in Vader's possession in the, in the TV series. Correct. So, And it's not like he just drops yeah. it again. And again, it's it's just a little point. It's not like, you know, they killed her in the Clone Wars series. Like, well, that book doesn't exist, does it? And neither does Rebels and neither does anything else. It's like Darth Maul, the son of Dathomir uh, book, which was written by Dark Horse and brought into the Marvel Disney canon um, later on because it fits as... It was one of the arcs of Clone Wars that was going to be produced. Mm. And then when the show got cut early, they decided just to take that story and put it into a, gra- yeah. you know, a, a graphic novel, a trade. Claudia Gray's, not Claudia Gray's, um, wrote Dark Disciple. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's not Gray. Gray wrote the, the YA novel. No. Christy uh, Golden. Yes. Christy Golden. Christy Golden's Dark Disciple book is the same way. It's based on a script or scripts. Yeah. And it's, it gives you a canon story of what happens to Asajj. Right. Yeah. And, and again, my problem is not that is it's not that. So, it's, you know, what, so it, what I'm saying is that if you want to find out who Matt Murdock Daredevil is and why he can stop a brick, you know, go back and you can read it or watch it on net, the Netflix show. Same thing with the Kingpin. If you really want to know how Wilson Fisk becomes the quote-unquote Kingpin. Tough name for people today. I know. Go ahead and you know, go back and watch it. You know, this doesn't necessarily mean that Luke Cage is now, you know, back. You know, the, That's another Luke thing, Cage too. with that actor is back mm-hmm. or and or any of the other characters from the series is there. Yeah, well, that's the other question. Or let questions. alone that they have to reference anything from this. They no, never have to reference. Thing, hey, Daredevil, that, you remember when you fought the hand? It's, it also New shows York how unimportant like, those shows are. Yeah. In terms of what they were doing, it almost as if they were given a mandate. Like, you can you can reference the movies, but you can't really do anything. With them. I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of did the same thing with S.H.I.E.L.D. As a, as a TV series. Yes. You know, the movie events, like Winter Soldier, obviously affect that show. Mm-hmm. But nothing in the show happened that really affected a movie other than that sub story of how they get the carrier in age of Ultron, which you didn't know about watching the series until the movie came out. And the next one's like, well, that's what I've been doing for the whole season was trying to figure out how to get this, this thing up and running or whatever. And most importantly, they, they had to do whatever that happens in the show from beginning to middle to end cannot change anything within the MCU proper. Yeah. So like you can't have Nick Fury on shield and die because well, that we was, have even another the, seven movies. The difference between the Star Trek books that were written for so long and what happened with Star Wars is, and Peter David talked about this because he wrote a bunch of the Star Trek novels, is they were instructed by Paramount or whatever. You you had to circle it. Yes. Whatever you started. You started with Captain Kirk and that crew on the Enterprise, and the Enterprise is fine. That's where you have to end it. Anything can happen in the middle. Mm-hmm. But those characters all have to stay the same. You know, you can't cut somebody's arm off. You can't kill anybody. You can't whatever. In the Star Wars books, of course, they're like, yeah, we can approve changes of things happening. There are characters from the movies, background characters or whatever that die in those books. Um, obviously, there's big changes to the galaxy, but they also were like, we're never going to make new media when they first started those books. And then eight years later, like, we're going to make some movies. Uh, and people are going to hate them yeah. for about a decade. And then they're not because we're going to make more movies. And everybody else, and half of them are going to be worse, or fans think people, they're worse. Yeah, fans are going to think that the re- these are awful. But then we'll have a TV series to save it all. <laughs> well, as I see a lot of people going, the only reason we have the Mandalorian and have the Book of Boba Fett 
is because of the fiasco of the last Jedi and solo and the, you know, the rise of Skywalker though. It's because we had such horrible movies. That's why they brought in Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau. It's funny now to see how many people when I'm online actually liked last Jedi, when I put it out there waiting to be just destroyed, we're like, I found somebody else who likes that movie. I'm like, likes that movie. That's like the best one. Well, it's, um, Oh Oh, yeah. You're, you're toast. It, you know, come it, back now. It, it's also the fact that... Well, let's move on from this topic, because we've been talking about Hawkeye. So let's talk yes. about the episode itself. Because, again, you know, in the last episode for last week, we got a lot of character moments, a lot of feels, if you want. Some and really hard prizes. Yeah, but, uh, but really a... Um, we had a lot of moments, of character moments in it. And we get that again in this one. Um, in addition, like, I mean, they, they don't stay ex-partners for very long. No. You know? But we see how important Clint is to Kate and what she wants to do and get more about kind of what she thinks she's doing or what she hopes to be doing. Um, we know Clint is still trying to to finish this in time to go home. By Christmas Day. By Christmas Day. Um, and then just things keep developing as, you know, obviously Kate can't leave this alone. We see Kate not confront her mom, but really push her mom to be like, your fiance is a bad person and you got to do something about it. And then we see him arrested and you're like, Oh, okay. I guess that's over. But, but there's definitely more under that surface and that's where we keep going from. Yeah. I mean, even when you see him get arrested, he's so nonchalant about it. Like he knows uh, that, I mean, that type of person, yeah, that's a person that has done nothing well, also wrong with the reveal at the end. You can tell and that's where the mom is. Yeah. So the, we, we reveal at the end that she's pinning it kind all of on two, Jack, two, two pieces is number one, Yelena, as a Black Widow assassin, was hired by Kate Bishop's mother. Mm. So it's not, you know, when you see her, you're thinking, oh, this is the personal vendetta of going to stop Clint. Just because Veronica, what's uh, her name? Yeah, that that Elaine brings in. Um, But the idea, kind of watching it, they kind of let you believe for a little bit, this is her personal vendetta. This is her on her Mm. own trying to kill Clint because she believes that Clint killed her sister. And then we find out, no, she was actually hired to do it. And then the second one is, yes, she, the big reveal at the end is that Kate Bishop's mother is working with Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, who is the big man that's been kind of the boogeyman that's been hunt, hinted by Clint all along, yeah. that there's someone worse than it, the people that they're dealing with. We also know that uh, we also find out about, you know, he confronts Maya to try and end this, goes back to be the Ronin for a bit in and, and, and the fight and find out that. Was he even? He was. He was informed. He was tipped off. Yes. That her father and other people would be there. He plants that seed. In yeah. Her, you know that that treachery seed. And then we. And then it's so obvious that, that you're it's being the, used as yeah as a pawn by Kingpin. But also the idea that someone sold her father out, right. and although he did, you know, he's the one that pulled the trigger or whatever or sliced the sword. He was there because someone betrayed her father. You know, there's someone worse than me. I would have never been there if it wasn't for this person. I was just doing a job, but yeah. you know, there's something bigger under the. Um, yeah. But come back to what we were talking about with Jack being arrested and being nonchalant is I'm now like, he didn't, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's just a jerk mm-hmm. and he may do something wrong in the future. He's not like clean, clean, but he's being set up to yeah. take the fall for whatever Eleanor. dealings that Kate or Kate's mother is. I can't remember her name. Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. That Eleanor is dealing with. 
And so there's just a lot of pieces that come through. And then I get to the end of it. And the credits start. And I'm like, there's only one more episode. Like, what, what are we doing? But, you know, the reveal of the Kingpin was very interesting because it's a blurry picture that mm-hmm. that um, Yelena shows her. Well, it's like taking a camera picture and zooming in all the way and getting right. that super pixelation. Yeah. But then but. you get the credit. The Vincent D'Onofrio's name yes. is like Oh, you can tell it's him for that picture. Easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, yeah. I look at that picture but and here's I was like, the thing. oh, that's it. Because, because you know what awesome. it is. That's the other thing. Yeah. That, that goes to what Mikey is saying about the hand with the laugh. If you know, you're already putting in your mind, I know who that is. If you don't have that, that, that notion, you're looking at that and it's blurry enough where you go, that looks like him, but it could be somebody else. Mm. See the first the first if part. You don't me know to, anything about Marvel comics, sure. Yeah, that's what but what, what gave it to Marvel. me. But even knowing Marvel comics, you know it's the kingpin. You no, don't necessarily the actor pin, portraying him. So, the first the reason that I put it there is because Echo's a and um, Echo premieres in a Daredevil book. Yes, she's a Daredevil character, so it was all pieces. And I think she has some connection to Kingpin in the book as well to Wilson. Oh, she so, does. She does. So. When he puts, you know, you see that kind of enlarged hand on her shoulder at the, you know, right. He, I'm going to pick you up from karate. And then it's like, wait a minute. And the Charlie Cox thing, the rumor well, that Charlie Cox would be. They kept calling three. big guy, mm. fat man cars, the fat man cars. You know, it's obvious. There's, there's, there's all these there. little, like Marvel does. They give you those little tidbits, those little hints. And, you know, to, to keep you going as far as, you know, like, what was it? Remember the red in that one scene in, was it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? And everybody, to make, you know, we were joking around that that could be Mephisto or the uh, Loki with the card. Loki, yes. With the kid where he was like, did you see, did he look like this? And he shows him like the devil yeah. card or whatever. Uh, like, yeah, that's what he looked like. He was red like and that. And we're, we're making the joke whatever. that it could have possibly been added to, you know, as a funny It was, a, it was something ha-ha. after, um... One division that right, but that's were what like, they were oh, doing with the stuff. you know fat man cars, the big guy, the the main man, all that stuff. Yeah. They mm-hmm. gave you words, spe- specific words, to enter the notion of who that is in your head. And even then, if it wasn't for that scene in that voice, you could just say, "Oh, they're they're introducing their version of Kingpin." But then we right. definitely see it's D'Onofrio, right? Coupled with what we'll talk about in the second half of this show, which I still say the, there was a reason that they. Now more than ever, a reason to do one and two together, because then you space out your 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 episodes to land where the reveal of the kingpin ties into the reveal of something in Spider Man, which we'll get to in just a little bit. Well, I think they were going to do one and two together and just work backwards to figure out where it was going to be because one and two, I'm sure when they got to the end of it and looking like we can't just do one because one is nothing happens in one right. So one and two to get it's the same thing with WandaVision. I mean, you get nothing in that first episode. But it's also of very it, it's smart marketing, you know, and I think you'll see a lot of shows do this, where you release the first two episodes because now you've got people committed to the show. Well, yeah, they're committed to two episodes. The, so I'm already two episodes in, so yeah. I need to go on with this. You know, that and then you drop that's why if you drop them all, we've discussed this, you know, mm. they can binge right through it. If you drop two, you know, it's you, the first one's free. You get to now see I've the got two you. during your weekly trial, during your free week trial, and you're like, oh, man, I've already seen two of it. <laughs> yeah, I might, might as well, well continue the, on. Well by the yeah. month. I like it enough. Okay, I'll see where it's also, going. Also, the other, the other thing I noticed, too, is 
they've mentioned this as being the season finale for Hawkeye, not a series finale or just finale. That's the thing. Well, that's, that's what we were, so that's that's what we're talking about today. About. There's um, a thought in my mind that they're going to end this with some sort of some cliffhanger, sort of cliffhanger yeah. or something. No, I got that after by the credits of that, because that's what it says. Like, how are you going to clean this up? They may clean up Echo. Maybe mm-hmm. we turn Maya a little bit because Maya does become well, a they, real person. They, Do we put Maya in the Ronin suit because Maya is the Ronin in the in the comics? Mm-hmm. Something, that's some sort of closure, half closure. That's her much like with. But didn't they with, also with Loki of kind of getting to the the the, the man at the end of time? Do we need we to get you a doctor, Mikey? Ice cube. Don't don't go to the Chili's bathroom. Um. Uh, we get a sort of ending. We get like mm-hmm. one story or one aspect of the story ended, and then you get okay. a season ender in, in Loki. Yeah. Well, also we uh, didn't Disney announce an Echo show? They've already yes. announced the Echo show, yeah. which to me that could be the wrap up. If you're not going to do a, a second season of Hawkeye, that's where you wrap up the storyline. Yeah. Um, because there's way too much. We were talking about this before. There's way too much to kill off Clint or wrap up with Clint. Mm. I mean, you have, you have the stuff with Maya, you have the stuff with Yelena, you have the stuff with Kingpin, you have the stuff with his well, family. So, I mean, you think I, about... I think you might get Yelena and Clint wrapped up. No, I don't think so. I said you might. Yeah. You might. You, you gotta end something. You can't I, put... If you if you drop season two and like... Or, or it's the season ender, we, we are still in the same place that we were with Yelena at the beginning of the season. We're still in the same place with Maya. We're still in the same place with the Kingpin. We're still in the same place with Kate. Kate. We're still in the same place with Kate's mother. Then it's like, what, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. I think that you'll get a my enemy of my the enemy of my enemy is my friend moment with Yelena and Clint, and the very ending of it will be them coming to blows. You know the the the. Rocky Apollo picture that was done, you know, I know it's not the best thing, but you know, you see him at the end of the movie where they're sparring and, you know, it just kind of stops with them both in mid clash of bunch, you know, punching each other. You'll get something at the end where Yelena and Hawkeye are squaring off. And that's where you'll end it. Cause then that way you can pick it up either on a white widow show thinking or, there's a, a second season makes me even more wondering like where are we going to end this sure it makes next week's a lot more intriguing to me mm-hmm. to be like okay what are what are we actually going to stop before they tell us but also you, you don't know if next week's episode is going to be like an hour and a half long too so they'll they'll drag True. out some more time to clean up a majority of this or if not all of it i don't know if you go way farther i mean it's three times this stuff the most of these episodes are 30 or under aren't they I thought they were no, like an hour they're like 40 are they? Yeah, this one. One of them was like twenty three minutes. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where it is and what happens and and all of that. But it is, you know, I like the show a lot. I love Jeremy Renner playing Hawkeye or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoy watching him. Episode act. one is forty seven minutes. Episode two is forty nine. Interesting. Three is forty two. Thirty nine is for four. Forty four is five, and they don't have anything written for six. That's probably a good thing. Well, you know, you know, pause it at one point. And you're like, oh man, there's, no, there's only ten minutes left in this. Um, but it's just everything. I mean, Haley Steinfeld is good as always. Mm-hmm. Um, her scene with uh, with Elena 
with Florence Pugh as a late Elena in her apartment. That, that was so well done. <laughs> because the, the tension in it is once where they're trying to disarm you. And then at the end, she's like, don't get in my way again. God damn it. Well, they're done. This is, this is toast. It started with losing. It started well, and they're going to end well, which is yep. a shame. They had him in the middle, but. Uh, yeah, no, but just, just the interaction with them shows that actually it, it actually kind of benefits Haley Steinfeld. You know, it, it benefits Kate in that because it all it shows that Kate can kind of hold her own with a white widow or black widow. I think it's also the big thing of, of her wit wise, I mean. It it gives you the thing of of her devotion to Clint, not just in terms of hero worship, but getting to know him through this. She's wanting to defend him and yes. she's wanting mm-hmm. to prove that this isn't the person that Elena thinks he is, but also accepting like, yeah, he worked for shield. Of course he killed a whole bunch of people. Right. He killed a whole bunch of people when he was under Loki's spell. He was killed a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. you know, you killed a whole bunch of people. To, it's, it's fun to have, uh, you know, all these things. And, and, you know, Spider-Man had it too, where this is like, Oh, we don't kill anybody. He's like, dude, did you not watch Endgame? Mm. Some aliens don't count. Right. Because you guys murder, right. destroyed. <laughs> aliens don't count. Aliens. Uh, I mean, Chitari did Steve kill, and then the movies after Avengers is like, no, no, I don't kill anybody anymore. It's okay. <laughs> I break a lot of arms and ribs and stuff, but I don't think I'm killing anybody. Yeah, um, I don't know. Throwing the hammer in Endgame, you're killing. <laughs> well, he wanted to kill. He wanted to kill Thanos and Chitari and. Ah! Sorry. This, game, this game's over now. Yeah, this game was over like ten minutes ago. So they didn't have the ball. <sighs> um. With one to go, thirteen. Without, we've been the last thirteen bowl games we've been in. Well, it's now you're one in thirty. Thirteen and one in the last fourteen. Um, even with one to go, I usually don't like ranking stuff, but it is interesting because they're all Disney Plus series. Yeah, which one have you enjoyed the most? <sighs> no, we've enjoyed all of them. So I, I don't want to do that game where like whatever the ones on the bottom. I've enjoyed all of them. And all of us bring in biases. Because mine's Loki, but my bias is I absolutely adore Tom Hiddleston. Right. Or Rooney Mar. I mean, they're the same people. Um, <laughs> You've got to explain that yeah. one now. So, okay, so yeah. if you if you look at the marquee marketing for uh, Nightmare Alley. Tell me that's not Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Mara. Ronnie Mara. Looks, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. L- Mara looks like Tom Hiddleston as a woman. The uh, the character and once poster, you see it, you can never yeah, see the, the character poster Rooney for Mara. Nightmare Alley has Rooney Mara in it. We're standing there waiting for, for everybody to show up <laughs> in the theater, and I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it in my head. I'm going, God, that looks like somebody else. Yeah. Who is that? It looks like somebody. It's, I think it's mostly the eyes. Mm. And I just look at it, and I'm like, that looks like Tom Hiddleston. As a girl, and so I looked at him like, oh, I hope they do Lady Loki, and they let Tom Hiddleston play her. <laughs> now, perfect. Tw- not even five minutes later, you have to understand, he was dissecting a mural and arguing with a with a pigeon. Oh, that pigeon! Just oh, <laughs> the pigeon. There's a mural that they and have. And he there. wasn't it's doing a, any it's drugs. It's a picture like not... from the stage of this crowd. You know, they're in fancy dresses back in the twenties, back in the twenties or whatever. And, you know, fur coats and stuff like that. And it's just the facial expressions were fun to be just like, they're you know, so you look at someone who's looking down, like, oh, they're on our phone. And they look like, hmm, I wonder what this is. The guy in the back. And there's people that look like Nosferatu and yeah. possessed or whatever. 
Yeah. Anyway, so yes, Loki would be the one that I would enjoy, but Tom Hiddleston is a big part of that, and that's sure. kind of my bias for it. It's not necessarily technically or or you know creatively better than any of the others. Well, it just happens to be in terms of my enjoyment of a series. It's probably that in WandaVision because WandaVision was the first one, and you're like mm. just dissecting everything and dice. You know that that was just like an ex- it was such an event for us. I have in terms some of bias like towards Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Because they did have parts, but the you got more of the actual Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier was the Falcon. And the Winter Soldier is very good too, but there is something that, that it doesn't have that same click to me. Right, Wandavision like, was a lot of fun, especially the speculating part of it. Wandavision was a lot and it of fun. Kept to you discuss. there. It kept you there because you kept wanting something to happen or expecting something to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's Agatha all along. Mm. You know and. Brilliant, and then the, you, know, you bring in the the white vision with it and everything, and it's just the whole you know, it was beautifully done, beautifully shot, wonderfully acted. It's yeah, that low. I mean, it's really hard. It's like you know, each one of them you could classify on their own, except you know, the, granted, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Hawkeye have a very similar tone. Yes. Yeah. You know, a buddy tone. I feel like if you're going to compare those two, I think Hawkeye is smoother. Totally. I totally agree There's with that. It's a much more straight ahead throw line. For yes. It. But it's also, it doesn't bring in any complicated concepts like the Flag Smashers. Correct. Flag Smashers are a massively complicated Or dealing concept. with the blip. That's what I mean. In terms of everything that the Flag Smashers is, deals with the world as a whole. A globe yes. that lost half of its people and had them suddenly come back. Yes. And... um. Speaking of which, this episode. Yeah, I was going to say we got to talk about that. So, so there's there's a, there's a big, you know, there's a big concept in it, right? And so that's something that sometimes there's a pulls lot away of from lines. that plot line of it or the, the thoroughfare of mm-hmm. the straightforward. And that this doesn't have that. The only thing that takes you away from it are those character moments, which are really good. Yes, everything that Clint has to deal with, with the fact that he's dealing with Natasha, the fact that he was alive during the blip as his family disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um. And we find out that Elena disappeared. Yes. So that, that scene was great because you actually see it from, you know, everything that we've seen when we talked, Rich and I talked about it earlier, is when we've seen people come back, it's the situation, right? Where we, we see the, 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 the gymnasium as the band comes back. We see the hospital as Monica comes back. Mm. We don't see it from the perspective of who's coming back, of the idea of someone who disappears, as Elena does, and then immediately comes back. You know, five seconds five later, she later. you know she comes back together into solid, and we see the walls change and everything. Like what that is for that type of person where they we've come never back. had that intimacy with it. Yeah, because even with all, even with Monica, we just get her coming back. Well, we've always had it exoteric, so you know, you were always yeah. going from the outside in, not the inside out. Yeah. So seeing it through Elena's eyes or perspective was different. And it was, it was kind of jarring in a way of you felt what she was feeling. And it, and then you're thinking about the rest of the MCU when that's happening. Because of the, the kind of time and, you know, when we're getting the movies and when we're not. Obviously, Yelena was introduced to us last summer. Right. But in the, in the MCU, she's seven years ago or whatever when we right. get to Black Widow. And so we've just seen her. And so I'm watching that opening scene, and I know it's not congruous with what's happening mm-hmm. it's not you know whatever time this is that clint's in new york but still like where is this right 
And why are we watching this? Like, are we just seeing Elena kick some ass or what are we doing? And then she was like, oh, that's what it is. Because when she's gone and comes back, that I have to call Natasha. Where's Natasha? Well, there's no, you know, you know, where we had with the Flag Smashers and you saw or they told us about, you know, people coming back in houses that no longer were theirs or things like that. You had it presented to you, but you didn't have it presented to you the same way as what Yelena had gone through because it was more intimate because even that other, it still was very exoteric because you're, you're, you're watching, you know, those people come back, you know, all of a sudden blip back, but you're not getting enough of their story. And what, what, you know, even with our connection, one of the things we talked about with, or I talked about with, with WandaVision was that thing of Wanda disappearing for all of five seconds of her life Mm -hmm. and coming back and her, you know, for me in that of, all these people got to come back, but Vision's dead. Right. Like, I didn't get my happy. And here of Yelena having her sister just save her. Yes. Changing her life, all these things, coming to this other widow whose life is starting to change. She's now trying to be a hero. And, and comes back with no sense of story of what the hell's been going on, what the world's like. And it's like, where's my sister? Oh, your sister's dead. She, right. she went to another world and she didn't come back. What? Like what? What? What the hell? And and then that character then to the end of, um, you know the post credit scene in Black Widow, right? Of how she would deal with her sister being gone. You know, even even Monica that we see, like, no, my mom was right there. Well, until that moment, my she mom doesn't... was right there five seconds ago, and have a a, a doctor say, your mother died two years ago, right? And I you mean, lo- you left you lost the last three years of her life. But until that moment, Elena was you know thinking. Thanos, she died battling, you know, the earth. She didn't know she was quote unquote murdered or at least thought to be, you know, what was at the point where the, but she probably doesn't know where, where she is. Right. And she hasn't grown much, you know, as far as a person, she's still a widow to speak of, uh, besides what you learn in infinity war. While that is happening, she's probably not in this country or whatever with any idea that her sister is in Wakanda battling a space alien trying to destroy the world. Right. So she has no idea what, you know, this is when she comes back, what the hell happened? Okay. So Wakanda, right? So this happens and these aliens come and they get these stones and he snaps his fingers and everybody disappeared. And then we had five years where everything was weirdly different. And your sister was, was, was here and she was running the world council and she was helping with the Mm -hmm. security of the entire planet. And she's keeping the superheroes together and all these things are happening. And then they went off into space and then they killed Thanos and then they came back and then Tony got the stones and then they did this. And then she disappeared because she died. And how much does, this is what we always asked about with, you know, with how much do people know of what happened? How much was, it seems like they know quite a bit. How much does Wanda know Mm -hmm. of what happened we think Wanda would know because the Avengers are right there. The average person. Yes. Would what would the average, what has the average person been told? Right. What is the, you know, what would you and I know sitting here and come back and like, what the hell just happened? Right. Or don't get snapped. What What the hell just happened? Right. Why are Mikey and Ethan not here? Well, space alien went to a planet or went to a, it went to Africa and picked up some magic rocks. An unknown uh, yeah. region of Africa. And, just be. Well, they would have. They, 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 they would have known, I think, because yeah, of because that. the end of Black Panther, he kind of tells everybody who they are. Yeah. 
He's okay, they just person. become familiar with Black with, yeah, with it, Wakanda. At this point, it would be just like if this took place in Zaire, you know, right? Still, apples and apples to us. Sure, whatever. Planet in mid or planet, <laughs> a country in mid Africa that had a battle, and that was it. And so, but how yeah, how much does the news tell you of a situation? We've obviously known about aliens since the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no covering that up. There's a hole in the sky. The way and it went to space and it came in. The way so each whatever, of these movies have been describing it to you know, is the people know what we know as an audience. Yeah, how much they know does, every, apparently everything. Because I asked this when we saw the end of Black Widow. Yes. How much is Yelena told of how and why Natasha died? Right. You know, was it was she told like, no, they were sitting there and they said, you got to sacrifice somebody. And he shot an arrow in her head. Just to kill her, but see, or and that's you know, just lying it. to her. Most or... people, most people don't even know, because remember when Hawkeye came back, he didn't tell them what happened, or at least nothing that we see in camera. Correct. So, only what the people are going to know basically is probably you. You, fi- know, you figure that the Avengers and Endgame know what happened. Yes, but but does the world? The know? world probably knows that she sacri- sacrificed herself on another planet. For the Soul Stone, and I don't even know if they the because the stuff thing is like because how even much knowing that much think... Victoria could use that knowing that look Hawkeye that's what, was that's there. What I just said Hawkeye killed her. She's telling Hawkeye her sacrificed her, even though she has no clue. There had to be a sacrifice. Hawkeye killed her. To me, what I thought when I saw that scene is that she knows the truth. Elaine, I, I, we got to figure out her real Victoria. name. Victoria, Victoria knows the truth and is lying to Yelena in order to use her just yes. like she wants to use John. Yes. As the Thunderbolts or whatever we think is it's, coming. It's, 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 what are you talking about? The Victoria end of, um, Della Fonte. Elaine from Seinfeld. I forget. Oh, the, Valentina? I forget, Valen, yeah, Valentina. Valentina. Valentina de Fonte. I figured who you're si- talking about, but. So, I forget. What's her middle, the middle name in that? It's Valentina. Julia Louise <laughs> but, but it's funny because it's Valentina something Del Fonte. Del Fonte. yes, sorry. De Beaumarchais. <laughs> Apu de Beaumarchais. My thing is it's she. she's she's not telling the truth. She no, knows the truth. She's not definitely. telling the truth. That's what I thought of saying. Like, what is, what is the motivation to use Yelena? What is the motivation? And it's something, you know, somebody said, like, oh, this has got to be the Thunderbolts at some point. Right. You know, the bad version of Cap, the bad version of Black sure Widow seems or like whatever. It. Yeah. Something along those lines. So she has that ulterior motive. Dark Avengers. Something like that, yeah. Um, which is, how do you solve that? How, how are we going to tell Yelena that this is what really happened? <laughs> that was the biggest sigh into the microphone I've ever heard. <laughs> and we just kind of were blown Cannon. past it. <laughs> um, you just let out the biggest sigh. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> no, just it, it's it's where where do we? Because in the comics, they never really make Elena into a true hero. Oh, Ver- Veronica, uh, Valentina. Yeah, no, she's no, never no. a true hero. No, no. In the comics, Elena actually... is not Natasha's sister. Oh, yes, and is left as a fairly gray, if not outright evil character. Correct. I don't they did think go back they and retcon it once for a quote unquote sister. Yes. They don't I don't think they want to go with that with this character in the movie. No, they're one the there is she no, is the replacement. Replaced, yeah. Yeah. So she is the where, white do, where do we get to the point where she finds out the truth? Are we gonna go all the way to the point where we put a team with her and 
and John Walker, and who You're going to have a lot more Clint. Okay. I'm fine, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so sure, they. Jeremy Renner's fine with that, too. Yeah. No, no. paid. Do we want to keep paying me to play Hawkeye? Yeah, sure, why not? I'll come back and do a couple series, maybe a movie. It's interesting. Is I was watching something. I think it was on YouTube. Or it was like Empire Magazine or something or Empire Online. It was on YouTube. And it was like interviews. They, they were doing all the interviews, showing best parts of interviews with all the characters just before Endgame comes out. And they were talking about. No, I was watching. Maybe it was. No, I think I was watching like Clint Renner. Clint, Clint Renner. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Jeremy Renner going over his, Jeremy Barton. his career. And talking about the different movies and how he got to start and all that stuff like that. And one of the things he says, yeah, I didn't think I'd play this character for this long, but this has been awesome. And so I'm sure he'd be up for it. Well, think about it. He doesn't have to carry a lot of the workload. With any of these movies, anytime he's been in there, he's had, you know, way less screen time than some of the others. I think they figured out one Especially Infinity War. (laughs) But you also remember that he was very vocal about not having that much screen time. Mm -hmm. Right. At the, the very Avengers. beginning, yeah. So there's a there's a that's I think that's why Avengers two his story got so much more expanded because yeah. he complained. Yeah, like yeah, you made your hockey. Yeah, and now and you can go back why. in time and look at all those people around. I'm like, I got a show, bitches. So fuck <laughs> off. Well, but Chris, you made a good point the other day. Was that well, I said I had this? I said I had this feeling that they might try to kill or they might kill Clint at the ba- at the end of the show episode or season, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And just because I'm almost like, you know, this is his goodbye. You know, this is his moment. But there's so much going on that's like, you, if you kill him off now, it'll be really odd because there would be no closure for a lot of his storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I think, think he's the type, because one of the things that but, I but, always I'm liked sorry. about what they did with Hawkeye in the movies is they gave him, I mean, the Age of Ultron, and they get to the farm, like, what the hell is this? Right. Well, he's got a wife and kids. Well, right. this is much different than everybody else that's here. Right. And so his motivations are so different. And it led to that story of what would you do if your your family blipped? Well, you can't do that with any other character there. Right. At the time. Like, if Pepper blips, okay. Mm-hmm. Tony and Pepper aren't even really together. I mean, they are at the beginning of it. But there still isn't anything like it losing your kids. If you if, if Pepper blips, especially, in the, you know, it's giving Tony more... Uh, more of an oomph, more of a you know a reason to right. try to solve the problem to get her back. But the way that they were writing a child Clint is totally from, different from the start. I mean, think of what we have in terms of Clint and what we what we've seen in 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 the films. He's you know controlled by Loki in the first one, In the second one he has we, we reveal he has a family. He mm-hmm. takes the Avengers there to kind of set them up a little bit better. He has the best speech. We're, we're flying. Somebody sacrifices We're, we're in a city himself. that's flying, and I have a bow and arrow. But I'm going to go outside of this door because I'm an Avenger, and that's my job. So either do your job or stay here, and I'll send your brother to save you. And if he did, he'd still be alive. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Instead um, of sacrificing himself for Clint, he, Hawkeye. You know, picks the side he that he believes he to be right in marketing. Civil War. He's arrested. He's placed in incarceration. He has some of the mm-hmm. best moments with Tony when Tony comes to visit in that. And then he takes the the plea deal, be after you know to to be with his family, in Infinity War, and then his kids disappear, and then he murders a whole bunch of people with a sword. It's just he has such a great arc. 
Oh, totally. The way they've done him. And then you have the, the arc, you know, from Ronan back he, to he Hawkeye. He loses his hearing. Yeah. Um, no, but the point you made was also was that we've already lost three Avengers. They'd be foolish to take out anyone else right now. I can see if anything, if it was trying to remove Jeremy Renner from it at all, is I could see him, uh, like, quote-unquote, retiring as Hawkeye and passing that on to Kate. I can see that. I, I don't think you kill him. Right. He's, because, he's still especially around. Especially because he has a family. No. I think, I that, think that's you a send him off to be to in charge of Avengers Academy. Or it, it, what he wanted to do was to stop doing this. Right. You know, in, in, in Ultron, you kind of have that sense of at some point this has to end. Right. It's his wife that says, you know, you got to be on that team. They, they need you. But you're the one that's going to hold them together. But if you, if you, quote unquote, send him off to do Avengers Academy and to recruit young Avengers, you've just now set up Avengers Academy. Or you do something really Avengers. interesting is that you do Thunderbolts, but you have them lead them. You have him lead them. I was thinking you have Winter Soldier lead him. Well, Clint's been a, a, the head of the Thunderbolts at one point, but it would be so interesting. Has, so is Bucky. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> Those are the later ones. The Thunderbolts suck by then. Um, <laughs> when the Thunderbolts were good. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm not saying they were good. It was Clint's, <laughs> Clint's kind of the head of it. It, it there's so much, this, I think there's too much potential in Jeremy Renner's portrayal of Clint Barton to stop that. Now. Same thing with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo fits in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to make a movie with him anyway. I mean, that was part of one Boy, of the, everything be... I, I watched with it. He's like, yeah, I kind of gave up on the idea they're going to give me a movie because yeah. it just doesn't work. Um, Boy, it'd be nice to see them do that once now that they can. I just, I don't think there's a story there. Because so much of so much of Bruce's journey, yeah. you already have. Mm -hmm. Between Thor and the last two Avengers movies, mm -hmm. and I'm sure what, what we're going to see in She-Hulk, we're going to get Bruce's story. Mm -hmm. It just isn't the story that's going to play out in a two and a half hour feature where he beats up the abomination right. in Malaysia or wherever the hell he was fighting. Um, That's the one I, I want Bruce to be like, wait, you tried to kill me. Yeah, I'm just, I'm fighting with freaking Wong for money. <laughs> I'm fixing fights with him. <laughs> We're going to walk off to the, the same portal. Yeah. This makes no sense. <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were just like trying to break me in half. Yeah. Money's you couldn't good. speak to me much. Yeah, you can not in this one. You're like, <laughs> it was great. Um, that's the story I want. Where's, where's that in Disney <laughs> Plus series? I just need an episode. How Wong and the Abomination came oh. to be a cage match. A Wong series wouldn't be bad. Oh, I'd love a Wong series. He's, That'd he's be such so a great actor. Good. I mean, we're never getting Deadly Class Season 2, so he's got the room. He's got the time. Um which I guess now we can use that to transocean to transocean transocean <laughs> to Spider-Man transoceanic. Yes. Cause he has, we'll take the porthole to the porthole. The port are we in a shit? We'll take the porthole. The pornhole. We'll take your cornhole. <laughs> To the Spain portal. Please don't do anything with my cornhole. Exit only. <laughs> um. Oh God. Okay, so Spider Man, No Way Home. The prequel. To what is your problem, Spider Man? No Way Homie. 
What is your problem? No, never mind. What? <laughs> Say it. He's thinking about his. He's, he's thinking about cracking his up. What? Say it. He's thinking about his cornhole. <laughs> Say it. No, Carl. Benedict Wong. <laughs> I love that Benedict Wong plays Wong. <laughs> I know, right? They stretch the names there. He's the uh, Sorcerer Supreme. So might as well take both of their names. Um, what'd you guys think? It sucked. Man, that was I such agree. a terrible movie. It also didn't make any money. Right. Yeah. Second highest grossing movie, single day movie opening of all time. It's the third Which, it's the third highest preview night of all time behind Avengers Endgame and Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Which shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. This Endgame is one of the highest The only reason it would be a surprise is that not every movie theater is open. We have an Omicron variant going all over. It really shows how powerful the film is. Is that people are risking their lives to go see it in the movie theater while there's a variant that's rushing through that's about to shut down like four sports leagues. The Rams may not have a team on Sunday. The NFL's going to move all those games. That's oh, yeah. why they keep yeah. moving them. Yeah. But the NHL has paused a bunch of games. They're, they're still doing that. The NBA is going to have to do a bunch of games. Anyway, yes, it is. SNL is dropping down to half staff yeah, and no audience. It. You're going to watch that at some point. Um, it's a. Uh, it, the, it, it's making a lot of money, and projected two hundred forty thousand, two hundred forty million. It was different than I thought it would be. Like knowing the basis, the basis was still there, but kind of how quickly we get into it. I've heard so many people and say how much longer so it than was. It's not that it's different. The sequence of events is a little bit different in terms of mm-hmm. the time. We get our villains very quickly. Yes, mm-hmm. obviously, what Peter does with those villains didn't see that coming. You know, I thought they would. He would just be him running around the world trying to stop these guys, right? But to do something much more serious and and intriguing and longer, and so um, much different than the other Spider Man, yeah, really good. Um, and to give you everything that you kind of thought they were going to give you, and everything you weren't the- sure, and you weren't sure if it was going to work, and it totally works. Yes, mm-hmm. if there was, if there was a a uh, a fan poll. Of what they wanted in this movie, it was there. Yeah, just minus about. one or two things. Yeah, I think there's there's a Miles and probably Gwen. Miles, I think, is the big one. I think a lot uh-huh. of people expected them, at least in the post credit credit type, to see Miles, mm-hmm. to see a live action version of Miles. Mm-hmm. And I I knew it wasn't coming because there was no way they could hide the actor who was going to play Miles. Correct. Yeah. Whoever got hired to play Miles would be. All over the place. Yes. It would be leaked a thousand places. It would be there like so-and-so is playing Miles Morales. 100%. Unless you just showed the, him the costume. Yeah. So some of the differences for me was also, um, again, super spoilers. Uh, Toby and Andrew are in the film. Yes. And I didn't think they were per- 100%. I didn't think they weren't 100%. I was still on the fence. Yep. And I thought there was a good chance they wouldn't be. And I thought, oh, maybe they, they have to go shoot something really quick because if they're not, fans are going to riot. Well, there is um, one scene with a reveal that I swear is a post-production re. Uh, a lot of it looked uh, very fuzzy. reshoot or you know. Yeah, there was on. clear, so yeah. It there like was enough. The Matt Murdock scene. We'll there just go ahead and say it. The Matt Murdock scene seemed like it was shot within the last hmm. few months. And as so, and then the Christmas stuff seemed like it was added, you know, added or changed to put in there. And we'll get into why that's weird. 
uh, in a second. But I really don't think that matters. I think you get hung up on time a lot more than more other people do. Well, okay, we'll just skip to it. When we when you when this movie starts out and starts out immediately after the very end of it literally has the last home. line. Far from home. it has that last scene of. Was that a scene in the film? Yep. Film yeah. or was yep. it the yeah, post credit one? It's, yeah, because you see it's the film, well, film. When he goes, what the, f-, you know, at the end. That's okay. the end of the film. So the the only post credit scene is the sword, isn't it? Is Fury? No, is that right. That's the very very end one. What's the one in the middle? The one in the middle of it. I just watched it. Is it Zendaya going back to shake it up or whatever? No. No, no, the mid the, the mid credit scene was the uh the J. Jonah James. That's what I had that's what yes. I asked. The there was end the credit scrolls in the car, I think. Is the end credit scene. And then that, that cuts to and that cuts to Fury okay. looking like he's on a beach and then you find out he's Correct. on a sword. Okay. Anyway, yes, that's where the film the film starts at the end of the store of of uh Peter's story mm-hmm. in Far From, From Home. Which is after their their summer vacation because they just got home because she said he he tells Aunt May he's sitting there with Aunt May and and uh, and Happy talking about the relationship mm-hmm. and then he says he he's got to go so and then he's with MJ flying around you find that out this comes in and you start and there and Aunt May and Happy are still at the apartment finishing up what they were you know their breakup. Yeah. When Peter comes back and all hell's broken loose. Um, so it's immediately after. But then we jump to, we know it's after Halloween because the the Peter Pan Donuts shop where MJ works still has the Halloween up. And then at the end of the movie, we know it's Christmas time because we hear holiday music uh, they oh, make the ref- they make the reference in, in. There's a sign in front of the diner. No, 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 says, not, not yet. That's at the very, very end. I'm just saying. Right now, we we jump to Christmas time, and because you know you have those signs there, basically you know it's a holiday. You know the snow's in the always the snow in the in the mansion because it's a holiday party. Now there's some Christmas music, things like that. At the end of the movies, where we we jump two weeks and then go to presumably Christmas day or right around Christmas day because on the donut sign, there's a, it says Christmas day It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So we know it's right around Hawkeye too, but this movie without really telling you it's jumping does time jumps through it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like when any other movie does, it makes like a timeline of events. Yeah, because you also see point. that the intensity of... But you don't see... But usually you'll say, you know, two months later or something like that. We get... Because when, the, but the you events, to like, say that. I think the events are, that there are very poignant. I mean, you see his first day back at school for his mm-hmm. senior year. Right. You see the intensity of what's around him start to diminish. Mm-hmm. It's still when there. when he sits down at the cafe... When he sits yeah. down there at the donut shop. Hell, as being in... A Hawkeye thing too. There's a, nobody in New York has a problem with people walking around with a bow and arrows. I and was quiver. going to wonder like, that. She's walking across the street with a freaking curved bow. And no one's and uh, looks... full quiver. Like, hey, wait a minute! Like you know, it's, it's... you know where it times jumps. It when Aunt May's bringing in the uh, the college letters. Yeah, that's the time jump. Well, it's also the, like montage for, for where we are in Peter getting arrested, having the, the feds come to his apartment with mm-hmm. May. Them going to prison, 
not prison, going to going to the police station or being getting questioned. to the federal station. Yeah, whatever. Being questioned and having them dropped mm-hmm. doesn't happen in 24 hours. Which I love that damage control isn't just, you know, damage control. It's the Department of Damage Control. So it gives them more validity mm-hmm. with... There's a government agency. There's a, that's it's doing a government what, agency, yeah. You know, because it's a private agency in the comics or whatever. But the idea right. that I, I think something that they're headed to not headed towards, but they seem to be giving you is that multiple agencies took over what Shield did. Correct. It took five agencies kind of broken apart to be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, there's still there's still you know, look at it now. Why do we have an ATF and an FBI? Right. Why isn't it just the FBI? Right. And homeland homeland security. Homeland Security is all of these different pieces, yes, that are that are part of one big thing. Right. The FBI and local law enforcement is to stop jurisdiction battles and all so that. So Shield would have been the big one thing, shield, and this, it, but if, now if it's been broken was, into if, its if different that, departments. Yeah, if this stuff didn't happen, that would have been Shield. It would have been Shield that would have gone and arrested him, right. as a superhero uh, or as a superpowered being. It would have been Shield that would have questioned him, and it probably would have been Shield that would have helped him. But after the Se- Sokovia Accords, that's where the Department of mm-hmm. Damage control would have come in because they're the ones that have to go take care of not only when these supers make a mess, but to maintain them. And, you know, but that sequence of, you know, when we get Daredevil, uh, we get Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock there to say your charges are going to be dropped. That just doesn't happen in, you know, a day. Right. There's probably weeks of deliberation, which I've seen it because it's a surprise to see that he's in jail. You know, here he's in the questioning room. He's in the station. He's in Mm -hmm. DOD custody. And then the next shot is him at at his home. Right. I was like, why is he there? He just got arrested for murdering someone. Well, Aunt May says, if you don't have legitimate charges. Yes. And the United, well, it depends on how, what the department of damage control jurisdiction is. They really don't have much to say with something he did in London. Correct. If he would have murdered, you know, if he did. It's also the fact that we don't know. Now, coming across the international if lines, if he, yes, they have the right is to still, arrest him. If Mysterio is still publicly known as a figure from another dimension, as Jonas Jameson says. Right. Who's he a citizen of? Right. Where, where's, where is Spider-Man going to be extradited to for murder? Right. You know, he didn't murder a U.S. citizen. He didn't murder a Russian citizen. He didn't murder an English citizen. Right. He murdered somebody from another universe that we can't get to. Yeah. Who's really just someone, you know, he's an American. So right. <laughs> um, but. Uh, oh, but, but the, the Matt Murdock. Yeah. The timing of it, you know, does fit very well with the timing of Hawkeye's reveal. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's, you've got to you got to know that they they work that out. I don't think so. And I it's, think it's just, better to if you reveal. I don't think they worked out in terms of the time as much as just there was the point where they could start shooting with these actors as those characters because the 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 um, non computer whatever yes. you want wasn't there. We can use these characters now. So one they fits completely in one, own the rights and where they can put them on the other. Again. Yes, whether they're like, oh, let's make sure that they're revealed within forty eight hours of each other. Right. And it wasn't like they were hired by a different studio yeah. where they'd have to go back and say, oh, well, we can't use that actor because Sony, you, you know, or, or whoever. I don't, I don't think this necessarily Fox used, used that. an internal, you know, some mastermind decision to make sure these are in the same week. It just worked out that way because that's when the projects were done. But see, here's the thing. If you release, if, if you release Charlie Cox as Daredevil first, the, mo- the likelihood... That 
the kingpin. You're gonna. You know, they're gonna be the same. You're gonna. You're gonna pick up the idea, right? If you but do the, the kingpin we, first, we did anyway. You still don't necessarily know that Charlie Cox. We no. do know that Charlie. It came out a few weeks ago that Charlie Cox was going to be Daredevil within the Marvel Universe Kevin again. Feige said something last right. week, right? Yes. And then everybody went. I just, Oh my god, they did shoot the honestly, scene. Honestly, I just. I don't think it's really a big deal one way or the other. It's just the fact. But that here's the here's the interesting thing. I've seen it twice now. Yes, granted, the second time was with friends or friends of friends. The first time was with the pack theater that as soon as Charlie Cox came on the screen, they cheered, you know, like it was um, Captain America saying Avengers assembled. You know, there was that that roar of, oh, my God. Yes, I got what I wanted. Except for like the 10 people <clears throat> in the theater you... who didn't watch a single Netflix show. And was like, the hell are you talking about? Right. Who is this guy? Is he that cute? Is this somebody? Is that Justin Bieber or something? Why is everybody screaming? That was the thing when, when we saw it today with people that kind of either knew or whatever, there was like a gasp and there yeah. was someone that, oh, hey, you know, it wasn't anything like, ah, woo, this is great. My dick's hard, whatever. Right. Um, but I thought about it in my head when that happened. How many theaters were half of people going, oh, it's Charlie Cox, yeah. yeah. And half they were like, why is everybody losing their mind? Right. This doesn't... What are you talking about? Because but they would have never seen the show. Ethan, when we saw it, it seemed like the majority of the theater yeah, I mean, knew who it was. I think an opening weekend is a lot of people that I, watch Daredevil. Yes. There is a bias to that, too. But it's yes. just like, you know... Not just like, but it, it reminds me of someone online who was talking about when they went to see Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. And the mask comes off and someone says, oh, my God, it's Bucky. Right. Not realizing she never read the story. Right. You know, she's seeing people in it when we went to see infinity war yeah um with the with with work with people in their you know plus ones and stuff like that how many people in the theater didn't know anything about the infinity gauntlet and the guys like me that are like we know half these people are gonna disappear right like we know where this is gonna end as soon as he as soon as he gets all the stones like right bad shit's going down how many people in the theater were just like oh my god oh my god right oh my god and also spoiler for all these people in the theater they're all fine. Right. They all come back. It's going to be all right. You know, and that was, that was the interesting part when P, when you are going to the extremists, mm-hmm. the extremist thing of, even if they'd shot it the way I thought they should have shot it and not reveal that it was the people themselves blowing up to. Yeah. at the beginning would have been great for the masses of the audience, you know? Sure. But for us, we still would have been like, well, it's not the briefcase that blew up. It's him. Right. So that's what extremist does. And I wish they would play more to that. A lot of times of like, give people that don't read the comics, don't give them everything to start away. Right. And they did that with Winter Soldier. You really don't know. Yes. If you don't know, you know, you're just like, oh, cool. This you is know, if new, you know, it's this cool new villain. It's yeah. great. You know, that they didn't do in the trailer. He'd be like, that's Bucky? almost, it's almost you know? as, as badass as Cap. Yeah. You're just like, because the trailers never, they never give his name or show him without it or anything. Right. Like, even the trailer's just like, hey, check out this new villain. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with a machine gun and a metal arm, it's going to yeah. be great. You have a middle arm? That's so cool. Uh, <laughs> Spider, some of Spider-Man's first words. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, hey, Mr. Stark, you remember that old movie? The, the have you one? seen that old movie, The Empire Strikes <laughs> Back? Like... He's got a thing for movies. Um, <laughs> we get... I'm kind of disappointed that this one didn't end with him or somebody saying, you know, WTF. Because... It doesn't Anne May say it in the first one? Then he says it in the second one. I kind of felt like that it was true, a trope yeah. that it was going to be walks the into last the room. line. Oh yeah, it's what she walks in. What the? F- right. 
Like that is right. Both of the movies. I would have loved it. Like at the end, you know, where he's swinging around New York or somewhere in his in his new suit, and he just like swings into a pole or something. He's like, "Wow, what the fuck?" Or even have <laughs> even have a. Uh, um, the mid credit scene, have him say yeah, that. Or something like, like that. Or not what even the, him. It just have so, That's what I mean. Have, or have, have, yeah. Just have, have the Venom voice do it as it's disappearing. Yeah. He, swing, he swings past somebody's head and says, what the fuck? Yeah. Spider-Man's still a thing? Yeah, that, I thought that would that was going to be a that's thing. I was a little point. disappointed okay. that it wasn't. But. So the, the villains in this movie, we have... Are all villains you've seen before? We have uh, Doctor Strange. We have Spider-Man. We have... Because it's it's funny as going through it. There's storm of, shadow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, mean. I had that that snake eye storm shadow moment where I was like, "How selfish is Peter?" Yeah, like how and how stupid is Strange? Yeah, like mm-hmm. to do this and it is kind of the, they've set up Strange as that egotist anyway. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. He uses magic in a way, and it really you know the end of Doctor Strange. You, you look at Baron Mordo as he's going off on his quest and breaking people's spines again, where he's like, "All magic has a cost." He's he's right. You, you got to look at it like, well, he's got a point. Right. What Steven's doing is not, mm-hmm. it, it might not be what we should it, be doing. As Wong says, it's border, It's bordering the, the, the good. The and dark the, dimensions yes. and all of that. Yeah. The dark and the light. We got a lot of Wong this year, man. He's in all, he's in all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for, well, he wasn't in Widow. He's the glue that brings the MCU together. He's what is interesting, you find Supreme. out. Again, yeah, that he's the Sorcerer Supreme because... Based on a technology. The blip, yeah. Well, it, it's <laughs> the blip affecting our universe yep. uh, even more is that Doctor Strange does blip, and while he's blipped, there has to be a Sorcerer Supreme. That's mm-hmm. basically something that the Ancient One has said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There has to be a Sorcerer Supreme to protect this. And I think that, that speaks to Wong's role. Even, you know, even the very first thing when they come back. Is this everyone? You wanted more? Like, he was the one in charge of getting everybody. Right. He mm-hmm. was the one in charge of the portals because he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. He's learned more. He's more powerful. Um, it makes sense that, you know, the end of Shang-Chi makes sense with him. It made sense before it, too. But now you kind of get it. Like, all right, he's well, got even kind the way of that he deals role. with his, the World as, Council and uh, the, yeah, Black as, Widow's as there. As the Sorcerer Supreme, his job is to defend this reality. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that you know that line kind of puts like oh yeah that makes, that actually makes a lot of sense of what we've already seen we've already seen um, examples of this somebody wake Mikey up uh, <laughs> he's about to fall <laughs> over I think he is falling over um, and then you know it, the the progression you know of even with Auk and everybody you know each one of them got their time you know yeah. and the, they got to, to me the one thing I said with this both times is. The villains got to be the villains they were supposed to be, and the heroes got to be the heroes that they were should have been in a mm-hmm. big picture in the Sony in movies a, in a big picture sort of way. This is Spider Man Four and Amazing Spider Man Three totally because it does so much for those two characters once they show up. Mm-hmm. Um, we get more than halfway through the film before we see them, but obviously we've seen the villains. And kind of th- those pieces, and, and it the does way bring they up come the idea that very their, good. their their villainy is based on something bad that happens to them. You know, uh, Norman loses his mind. Ock has the chip that that um, uh, fails. Yeah, malfunctions. Yeah. That's the word I was thinking of. Um, Electro has his mo- you know fallen into. <laughs> 
man, I'm falling into bad eels, you know? <laughs> Stop falling into stuff. <laughs> I kind of do like that they they played on those tropes that happened to them in the movies. That yeah, like, and the fact that they're, that they're they weren't great, but they didn't start with the difference between that and like the vulture. Mm-hmm. The vulture in our universe turns to be he has his reasons, he has his motivations, and yeah. and that's why he's so good. It's like okay, I get what he's doing and why he's doing it, but he's also he he didn't. You know, he didn't get attacked by vultures. He didn't get a vulture bite. Yeah. He designed his own evil, his his own evil suit. Yeah. He designed his own uh, instrument of destruction. Yeah. And he didn't necessarily go out to kill anybody, but he wasn't above it. He does bury Peter mm-hmm. in the warehouse, you know, and, the, and that sort of thing. And so they, they definitely do give a, a difference between what we saw in these other Spider-Man films mm-hmm. is that the villains have... The villains are villains. Um, no, they're not. That's the thing. Well, the villains had the villains in the in the other Spider films are not villains because they're evil people. Something something affects them, so they can be cured. Well, what uh, yes, they do Flint, once they Flint go? Kinda, he was already a quote unquote bad guy. He did wrongdoings. He was arrested. Yes, but he wasn't. Did he deserve to die? He wasn't Cletus Cassidy, you know, where... That's what I mean. All these people, as they said, they, they all deserve that second chance. Yes. Um, and it it gave you something where that's the difference between those. And, you know, you would wonder what would Tobey Maguire's or Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man think of this universe's Vulture. Right. Versus what we know this universe's Peter feels about those two universes villains. Mm-hmm. We have to do the right thing. I can't just send them back to die. Right. They're, they don't deserve to die when they get back. They deserve a second chance. And a lot of that comes from Otto, that after the battle that, that he has, and, and as soon as he kind of realizes it's not Peter, Peter obviously takes him over, he talks to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's, he knows there's something there, and it's the type of person for him, I think, that he's like, that guy deserves to be saved. If he Think of what he could do if he was saved. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's the, the 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 comic book with Sauron. You can re- rewrite genetic code on the fly. You can you can like you remember, you can cure cancer. I don't want to cure cancer. I want to make people into dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, for for uh, Carl yeah. Lycos, and it's that sort of. Can you imagine what you know if if Norman was not crazy, right? If he had gotten help, the, the things he could have done. Yeah. Instead of you know, if, if that ship doesn't malfunction, what what could he do? If, if Clint doesn't turn into sand, I could have made the first arc you know, reactor. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't fall into a vat of eels, uh, what could Jamie Foxx do besides bad dubstep? Um, and so it, it is kind of, an, it, that's where like everything went very fire. different, very, very different than what I thought we would see in that it became a big part of these villain story. Mm-hmm. We get introduced to Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. I can only think of how it should have ended every time I see it, the way that they treated the Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider-Man. The voiceover for how it should have ended is always like, I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. It's funny oh. how he sort of addresses that a little bit. Yeah, he's Dude, got... You're, you're cool. Like, he's, the, he's the emo but no, you're, That's okay. You're amazing. Just, you're, he's you're definitely amazing. the Say most you're kind of... Because wasn't yeah. it... Oh, wasn't it Andrew Garfield that said, why can't Spider-Man be gay? Yes. And then they give him the moment when he cracks Tobey Maguire's back, and I'm like, eh, okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I've, I've cracked people's backs like that. They're not dudes. I'll tell you that much. Um... 
Well, they got that moment with the three of them together. Is like, okay, you're part Peter one, I'm Peter two, yeah. <laughs> and that's where everybody is like, and so you making get the correlation with the meme. With you the sort of get Spider-Man. like the stories, the villain stories, and well, I thought I would have thought it was more in the uh, the lab. They pointed each other. They did the point. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the lab part when they're they when he's just like Peter. What did that? This this Peter? This Peter? That that one? Parker? This one? That's we're where we're I thought all, that's yeah. where. We're, that was the homage. All, we're all three yeah. Peter Parker. They're all. Uh, that's the homage to the the pointing yeah. the pointing meme, um, but also the fact that I mean, well, they also I was went one two really three surprised as far as fan order too by how much I enjoyed Tobey Maguire as an older Tobey Maguire and kind of the I, dad of the group. I liked the fact that the villains they pulled from the point where they died. Their last moment, but they pulled the Spider Men at the point where they were in their current lives. Think about this: they pulled them when they were searching for Peter. Whether they're fighting, like I'm trying to find Peter because I got to kill him before he kills me. They pull Andrew and Toby's because they're searching for Peter. Yes, their lives have gone. Oh, wrong. they, they say, basically say it in it. Yeah, I'm searching to be Peter. Do you Parker have a girlfriend? Again. No, there's no time for that. There's no time for the Peter Parker stuff. And then, but just the sense, the just the sense of like an internal thing of that they're still it's it's they're been they, from they the, lost the, the Peter once they killed their villains they lost and the, how far or, they or, went and all yes of that. they they how far they've fallen where they lost the Peter Parker which is their humanity side they've lost that it's all the Enter the Spider Verse Ben Parker same thing correct like I need to be the hero that I know I can be and that was kind of where I was thinking like that's where that's the point they're pulled out where they are just like at their point going yeah this isn't right. What I'm doing isn't right. And they get a chance to come here and then go back to their universes as different people and be able to try and, 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 and maybe now do things differently to stop their villains. Yeah. See their villains differently. Right. Understand what it, what it can be. And it is, it is weird because we always get Peter as the, the morality of, you know, in comics and everything. Oh, sure. I mean, when I was, when I was in high school, I never read Spider-Man comics because I thought he was such a wimp. Yeah. It's like, no, no, Punisher Punisher doesn't have reoccurring villains because he kills them. Right. You know, how many how many times does, does you know, Doc have to kill? It's the X-Men thing. Like, okay, at the point where Magneto switches the poles and kills like 4 million people <laughs> yeah. on the planet in one shot, let Wolverine kill him. Like, right. You know, just stab him. Let's go. Um, this isn't this isn't going to happen. And, of course, then they, he's a good guy again. He's a bad guy. He's a good guy again. It's like, oh, my God. Uh but no, you give the moments for he's them the Batman, as well. the, the no kill policy. The, yeah, he's uh, there's good in them, yeah. and so but in here, I mean, really, and I was actually I was really surprised that the most emotional moment for me was the Spider Man I actually don't like in Andrew Garfield. I don't like either of those films that much, mm-hmm. but him catching MJ, oh, I think that, well, because that always got me, me too. Because when I think it, it kind of. You feel for Andrew Garfield Parker. I think and, and, in yeah, that Andrew one Garfield because Parker in this movie is the best. Yeah, totally. In terms the of most like, redeeming, but no, but just the, the fact like he Andrew Garfield plays him so well. Oh yeah, and, and it's not that Toby doesn't, and obviously it's not that Tom Holland doesn't. Um, well, everybody Tom always Holland said he is played. really good at crying, but but they they everybody always said was that Andrew Garfield was so good as Peter Parker. Not great as Spider Man. I said, whereas yeah. Tobey Maguire was really good at Spider Man. I said the not difference so good between those, Peter. those first two iterations is Garfield makes a great Parker. Yes, he makes an awful Spider Man. Yes, and the same thing. The the flip side. Uh huh. Tobey's 
Parker was better than Garfield Spider-Man to me. Yes. But he was definitely much better as Spider-Man than he was as, as um, Peter. Peter. Yes. And it's just, I don't know. I just, it's, it got me more than I thought it would seeing that like the point. And I, and I was, when they first was like, I don't know if this is a great idea. It's going to take away from Tom Holland's character or whatever. When the three of them come around on, on the Statue of Liberty and they, they do the superhero landing and I'm like, you know, I didn't think I wanted this, but boy, do I want this. Mm-hmm. Even the fact when, when they, they slime through, that was the only thing. It was the only part when we're there. And if it wasn't that crowd, if it wasn't people like some, a lot of people I knew and people are being quiet, that's the point where they've been like, whoa, and they just go all through and like, oh, this is cool. This but is so even, much fun. Even the part where Peter's at his lowest up on the top of, uh, of uh, the high school. And you see, you know, MJ says, there's people here. And you see the silhouettes of them up there on the water tower or the top, you know, the, the bell tower. You can see the silhouettes of both, both Peters up there. And then they jump down. Even at that moment, I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. The, the poses on the top of the Statue of Liberty were amazing, too, because it, it was literally each pose the, that they were known for. The swing when he goes. When, they, when Tom Peter Parker says, okay, this is the plan, we all go yes. one. Yeah. And then they all, yeah. That was the, the, the swing. swinging was, where they're just going good. through. Yeah. It's like when, when you see the first one and he's swinging through the 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 skyscrapers and stuff uh-huh. all the way back in 2000, 2001, whatever, when the hell we saw it, 2002. That's the point. You're like, oh, man, this, right. is, this is real. I mean, yeah. This is here. This is incredible. This is so cool. We never thought we were going to see this. Yep. We were never going to get this. And then we get X-Men, and then we get X-Men 3, and then we get Spider-Man 3. Oh, I wanted I wanted Tobey Maguire to dance just once, just to like, eh, no, I'm not going to do that. Then anymore. we get Iron Man 3, <laughs> and then we get... Iron Man 3 is better than the other two. And then things. we get Spider-Man 3, which... Of all of the superhero <laughs> threes, that has this has to be the absolute <laughs> best one. Yeah, because it's just. Oh, there, well, I mean, it's, it's yeah because because it's all, even if you look at if you look at the Dark Knight series, three of the three of them, three was three was the one that people didn't like the, as much as the other two. That's because people are way too overcritical for that film. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's just, oh my god! That's because everybody wanted the Joker again, even though they couldn't get the Joker again. You could get the Joker again. Just wasn't going to have Heath Ledger play. Right? How does he get from the Mid East to Gotham? He's Batman, but he's not. He's not. Oh my god! It's just a movie. He doesn't have a cell phone. He can't call nobody. He's Batman. He you don't think Batman has, has contacts? He, he had in a every... cell phone before people had cell phones. You think he has contacts in every country? Right. You don't think he's just walking to, to like the, that city or he's whatever? He's got a button he... implanted in his arm or something. Look, three was so important in this movie that they took the old Schoolhouse Rock yeah. song. That's the end credits line. And turned it into... That, made me, that was like the last chuckle. Yeah. I'm like, it's three is the magic number. That's really good. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, it, it's uh, it's got... Because remember, you, in X-Men, not First Class, what was the other one? It was X-Men Apocalypse in the 80s. When they're outside the movie theater and they see Return of the Jedi and they say all threes aren't that great, mm-hmm. it's yes, yeah, it's, it's the winking line, right? The third, the third in a the third in a trilogy, the third film in anything is always the worst one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Godfather um, three, although that didn't work for that one because the fourth one was Jaws so three. That's not the worst one. <laughs> That's not the worst. They're uh, all after Friday the thirteenth three three D. Who knows? Um, after the first one, hey, for Aladdin, Jaws, all, but, King of Thieves. 
was better than the second one because <laughs> Robin Williams came back to do the That's voice right. of the of the yeah, genie, and it was in theaters. Yeah, so yeah, that was released in theaters. I don't, was it? Was. Wow, yeah. I know that two wasn't. No, two, two was direct to video yeah. or direct to plane. Poor Dan Castaneda. But now you can watch. You can watch it on uh, Disney Plus. Can't you, can you watch everything on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Disney ish. Um, remember when we were first going through it? Like, there's a lot of crap on this. Yeah, there was <laughs> a lot of movies I've never seen. I watched a ton of those. Like one of the last times I was over at White Chocolates when they were still living down here, I went through so many of those cartoons with Riley mm-hmm. and Lucas. It's the day they were off. The, they were they were in the other room, like talking to realtors and stuff. Like, let's just watch cartoons. We just watched well, one like the old, the old un-PC ones. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much the fun ones that before, like on that. these de- these depict indigenous peoples in a way that isn't okay anymore. <laughs> Smoking cigars, tied up to a teepee pole, or shit. It's yeah. like, it's fucking great. Um, it has its, its Spider-Man. Far from home, of course, has its its Ben moment. We we waited three films. Yes, we didn't get to see Ben get shot. Nope, but we did see somebody else die. Ben died just of natural causes, or no? Or he was. Did he? No, I think he was murdered. I don't really. I don't know. They don't, maybe they don't really say. talk about I don't, it. I don't. No. They. I don't think they. I think they mentioned Ben once. They do. They. She just. Said, you know. I know it's been a few months. It's been a few months since you. Since or whatever. Since we lost Ben, it's time to get out on the horse. You know to. It's um, get out in the water horse again. And then the sad part of it is is we lose the hottest May. <laughs> as she uh, and she does that last uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Or w- with great power, there comes great responsibility. I think is the way she says it. She changed it a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. there comes greater responsibility. I think something like something that. Yeah. Like that yeah. And then that's their that's their meet cute moment for mm. the Spider Man, where they all kind of say it together. That's their Martha moment. And then we're just like better than better than Martha. I know. <laughs> yeah, and but, then everything everything's fine. And that. then we skip two weeks after. Well, it's not all, everything's better because you know. The villains, after they cure all the villains except for Norman, Norman blows up the, the chamber, box. the box that contains the spell that would unleash, you know, the multiverse. Basically, the, basically yeah. And so it blows up, and then, you know, Strange is trying to stop it from people from coming through and whatnot. They're all coming when, through. Is when I can't stop them. Tom Holland, Peter. <laughs> Tom Holland's Peter. <laughs> His penis is a big part of this movie. Tom Holland's oh, that gratuitous, Peter. Uh, shot at the beginning. <laughs> has the, his final battle with uh, Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, there's still... Rich is thinking about Tom Holland's Peter. No, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 lost. No, he's thinking about Toby's Toby. Because Toby's... <laughs> Toby Maguire's Peter is what stops him. He Man, just grows this gigantic. Yeah, he picks up the glider and he's. It looks like he's going to kill Norman. And he and he says it earlier. He's like, I just want to kill him. That's right. What I want to do. So I just want to kill him. And, and he would have killed him. He, he's it's, the one that killed May. And yeah. so then and so when he picks up the glider to kill him, and it's the Toby Maguire one. Well, because you remember, gets, Toby Maguire is beating the hell out of out of Osborne at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. He's throwing well, through no, bricks Tom, and Tom Holland is beating the crap out of him. No, 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 no. no the, in, original, in the original Spider-Man. He, oh yes, yes, yes. Toby Maguire's Spider-Man so loses it, control, which yeah, allows it, it for, touches on the fact of I've known I know where this is going. 
And so he went down to stop. Yeah, because he also, you know, he says he never forgave himself for letting Osborne yeah, die. Is, right. He jumps over the glider. He knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, he was a father to him for, you know. And then James Franco goes crazy. Mm. <laughs> Which he wouldn't have gone crazy if he didn't kill his father. Yeah, what if it's James Franco? <laughs> You know how much acid that guy's probably doing? So, if... if <laughs> good, good job, nerds. If Harry's father had never died, Harry would have never turned on Peter, which is one of his biggest regrets. Yes. No, it's it's all, the, all the sad stuff. Yes. Can't have a, Peter's not allowed to have a good life. So, there's a lot of acid. And, and that, that scene is really great, too, with Toby holding it. Mm-hmm. And looking at Tom Holland's character. And Tom Holland looking back at him and everything. And then, of course, he gets stabbed. Are you okay? Yeah, I've been stabbed before. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a lot of pain. So much pain. <laughs> they do have, I mean, this is the, the post Guardians Marvel universe where everything is just filled with humor. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's some really but great But Spider-Man's always had humor. Yeah, but humor. having that, you know, that, that moment at the end just before, you know, goes to get by to everybody. He goes and says goodbye to him and goes, if I gotta go find Ned and MJ before they forget who the hell I am. And I'm going to go. You're in so much pain. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just doesn't really fit. Which but. that I, I kind of have a little problem with. Because. He's in pain? No, the the whole like Ned and MJ not remembering who he is, because look, the way that it's said is the spell is going to forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. No, that was the original spell. No, the the spell is everyone will forget Peter Parker. Yeah. Yes. Peter mm-hmm. Parker doesn't exist because if you look at the end of the film when he goes into the apartment, he has a GED book in there. Because he never graduated high school. Yeah. Correct. Because he doesn't exist. Or they and they no longer know Peter gone. Parker. The, okay. the thing for me that I thought of is, think back to Infinity War. When Strange meets him, is there something in his head when he goes to shake his hand, hi, I'm, and then there's nothing there? Oh, we're just using our made-up names? Then I'm Spider-Man. He because says, uh, he he says hi, said, I'm Peter. Oh, I mean, Spider-Man. But that's oh, the we're thing using is, our made-up names. Peter Parker doesn't exist. Right. In Strange's mind. So and how would he remember that? It's 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 a tidbit. It's a little nitpick. It could be something where his no, brain because rewires. There, but there is time when he would have known that that's Peter Parker. Because. No, Peter Parker exists. No one remembers Peter Parker exists. Okay. So wait. I'm confused then. That time. Doctor Strange has no idea Peter Parker is a, a person. So what does Peter Parker... Oh, for Infinity War. For Infinity War. That's what I'm saying. In Infinity War, when he says, Hi, I'm Peter. Maybe it's just that. He just says Peter. Well, you go back... No. Yeah, but it, no, it wouldn't be back in that time. He forgets it, him up until that... Everybody, everybody that, that knows him forgets Peter exists. Yes, but as... Peter we, Parker... What it seems to be is Peter Parker is completely erased. Right. Anything that happened to Peter, he says it. What they know of uh, your life up until this point will cease to exist. Be, but they would have still been on when they they would have been. They don't know who Peter Parker is, but they know him as Spider Man. Yes, I'm not saying that part. The, it's more, when Peter wor- takes his mask off on the ship. No, I understand. He says, Hi, I'm Peter. Yes. Strange will now know have no idea who that person is. I'll give you one better. When Iron Man goes to bring him Why? to. When Iron Man goes to bring him to, to Berlin to join his, his side, he wouldn't know who Peter was. Mm-hmm. But these are past events. No, that, that's the thing. Yes, yes. they all so, existed. The thing, with, the thing with Iron Man is it's not like Iron Man can forget he exists. Everything's happened. You won't remember. 
Right. Yeah, it would be like, anymore. you know, the one night stand you had when you were 16. You're like, I don't know who this person is anymore. Right. I can't remember their name. That It's as simple as that. You, so it, what, you, my it, question it is, is very specific. What in Strange's mind is that scene? He can't remember that person's name. That's what I'm saying. That's all I was saying. Now, if he saw him without his mask on, he probably would say, you're the Spider-Man. You know I mean? Yes. Or Cause, cause the, the whole scene with Happy right. at the at the grave site, to me, is to tell the audience, Spider-Man still exists. People still remember Spider-Man. Totally. They say because it. Because the... the, the, the um, J. Jonah Jameson one more, says it. One more minute, one more time, whatever, one more life, whatever it is in the comics. Uh, that, one more time. That Mephisto one more does. One more, one more day. So the Mephisto thing is that people will forget Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's very specific. Right. So MJ still knows that he's Peter, doesn't know he's Spider-Man. Correct. That's what I thought this was. That's no. What I, that's what I thought they were going to go. Yes. yes. This is not that at all. The way that Strange tells him, you will cease to exist in people's minds up until this point. It's a blank slate, and it's a blank slate because mm-hmm. now that we have three more films or whatever coming, we can do whatever we want. He can meet MJ all over again, and we can just or start can meet again. somebody new. We need we'll somebody get new. Someone cheaper than Zendaya. As I said, it depends <laughs> on the contract. Yeah. No, I, I was telling Rich this the other day, and or yesterday, the other day, um, that it looked like they're kind of trying to get Spider-Man out of the whole Tony Stark MCU under that banner to Sony be on his is. own because they want to tell their story their own way. So one, like I, I thought about the image. Well, the whole thing in that new deal is that Marvel's helping to make those films, but he's saying, he's right. saying if it wasn't, he was saying if it's Sony's way of saying, we're going because to make Spider-Man movies that are remember, part of the this MCU. This was supposed to be the last Spider-Man film for Marvel. Yeah. Yes. And but, so it could have been written in a way that, yes, you make, so the, make th- the slate clean so we don't have to use Zendaya, we don't have to use Ned, Ned we don't have to use Flash. Don't have to use Aunt May. Yeah. Um, everything's kind of clean. Also, we the imagery, start. too. He can't. He doesn't have the Stark tech anymore. Right. He doesn't have the Stark suit. He makes his, he own, makes his own, suit. own suit. Yeah. The, uh, the imagery of the it's Captain the American shield falling off the Statue yeah. of Liberty is now it's like, you know, his fight was on by, the shield. Yeah, this goes, was his last. If he goes past the in the Avengers. Liberty, there's no, there's no shield on it. Uh, if he does it in the next movie, why doesn't it have a shield? Well, you saw it fall. Um, it's the classic. It's comic, also bronze now, comic not green. Creator trope right. of back to basics. They were cleaning yeah. it. We're gonna take it back to basics. I mean, yeah. that's what one more day was. Was to make Peter single again. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you notice that the apartment almost looks like the apartment in the original Spider-Man? I thought it was, yeah, it did, I thought it it was at first. I thought, I, the, I, uh, I thought when the when the key turned, yeah, it was gonna be the landlord. I still love that meme where it's like the, I think it was from uh, Homecoming where he's standing on the, the I guess, the, the ferry or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, if you really cared, you'd be here right now to Tony. But he got like the Iron Man suit opens and Tony comes out. Instead of that, it's the landlord. Print. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I saw was uh, the inside of that apartment from the, <laughs> it's Toby, Andrew, and Tom, and it's like, rent is three times. <laughs> <laughs> you owe three times rent. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. But the fact that we got finally in the MCU the classic Spider-Man. Blue and red. Blue and red costume. Mm-hmm. Bright. Bright. Like, that's like. Satin that's, blue. <laughs> that's like silky satin. Yeah, blue. Yeah. 
and then even the the spider designs on the back is very of the animated series from back in the day too. It, so it's, it's very, very it's very uh, friendly original. neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah, seventies mm-hmm. cartoon. It's interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see where they go because of this back to basics approach and how much they have Peter, their Tom Holland Peter, remember what he's done. Will he bring it up, you know, even in an internal conversation or something? Mm. What there? if things got through? Because um, we do see a very nice silhouette of Craven. You see Craven. You, you see, see the black you cat. see a different rhino, black cat, scorpion. Mm-hmm. The rhino is very uh, organic looking. It's definitely not. Yes. I'm going to kill the Spider-Man this time when I throw this Which at him. was so brilliantly done to play off the stupidity of those things. Oof. And to, like it, I said, those, those two movies take a beating in this movie. The way it's, oh they did. I a dude in a rhino suit that looks really dumb. I f- I, fat, I, fat, I I fell into some eels. Like we were doing something. I fell with into electricity. a super collider. Yeah, I fell into a super collider. Oh, okay. It's bad we day gotta, for falling. Yeah, we got we to stop all falling stuff. <laughs> Big day for vans. Um, <laughs> it's the best. Uh, I don't know, it's it's. I can see why people are excited for it. I want to go see it again. Seen it uh, twice. Yeah, last time you saw something twice in the Spider Man. Last time I saw Spider Man three twice. twice yep. It was a twenty four. That's when he says like, "Oh yeah, I'm going." I went with Ethan. I was like, "How'd that work out for you last time?" <laughs> I did it in reverse this time. The, the yeah. night for the midnight, I went with Chris and you, Mikey, didn't you? And Beth. How are you talking about Spider Man three? The original Spider Man. Yeah. Movie? Oh, yeah, I went. Yeah, I we mm-hmm. all went. So Thomas. Yeah, and Thomas went. Mm-hmm. And, and then we went, well, no, Thomas was uh, Superman. Yes. That was the first Superman time we returns. Were, or no, or maybe it was X-Men. It was X-Men No, 3. it was X-Men 3, though. They talked all the way oh, through. Which yeah. out of all of them, well, no, you should have talked to Spider-Man <laughs> 3, too. Oh, that was a, oh, Spider-Man 3 was the one where he got out and everybody was like, boo. Yeah, yeah this is Spider-Man. Dude dressed up as cosplay. We get to the theater at Westlake and that dude's in a Spider-Man costume. We're all like, Spider-Man! Woo! Spider-Man's like, what's up? What's up? And we get in the theater. We go through. And it's been one of the, the weirdest experiences as we're sitting there and somewhere around one o'clock in the morning, an hour into the film. <laughs> you can feel the audience. The, the spider sense of the audience thunk, went down as fast as we do the want, want, want thing. <laughs> the spider sense was no longer tingling. That's exactly what the spider sense was. And it just got worse, and it got worse, and then the dancing hit, and then we get the end with people laughing at James Franco's dying, <laughs> and we walk we walk out, and we're just like in a circle at two thirty in the morning, and it's like I remember like rubbing my hand in the back of my head, like, yep. oh, that was bad, that was bad, and then Rich from the right, oh, I gotta see it again, like in six hours, because <laughs> you were going okay, at IMAX three D. We're going downtown to see it with uh, the, Universal with Chris and, then, and with Ethan and, and, Ethan and, and Kloost. And <laughs> poor bastard <laughs> he comes out and he's got the mask like ringing in his hands like I don't know. And we just turned and this if he and just like, put it on the maybe trash 30, can. 40 people out there and just all of them just like, boo you suck spider <laughs> he runs off into the night. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning, he was taking pictures. He was yeah, posing. Yeah. Remember, he jumped up, up on, on the couch. Yeah. yeah, he's like yeah. jumping up on the couch, like parkour or whatever. He comes back out and we're booing his ass like he just lost the World Series. He just runs <laughs> off into the night in the parking lot. But that was the great thing about this movie is 
they realized the stupidity. That kid could wear the Spider-Man costume again and go to it. You know, why do you look? Are you gonna? Are you gonna dress like? He it? comes back out and he's. Was that okay? Woo, Spider! Yes, redemption. We're all redeemed. But now he's thirty years old. I guess still wonder where that kid is, man. Oh, he you gave just, up cosplaying and everything. He's just like, my I'm life sure has he no was meaning. Our age, so probably, he was probably in his mid twenties to early thirties at the time. And he just runs. I still remember him like thup, 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 just running down the parking lot to get to his car and go. <laughs> like he's running away. Yes, if you put it in the trash can, it would have been perfect. I know. <laughs> but it totally looked like that scene. Yeah. So everyone gets redeemed. Oh my god. Uh, but just you know, the things that the the questions we've always had. How, where the hell is the the spider fluid coming from in Tobey Maguire? Yeah, the best like, I don't know. It just happens. It's like breathing. Think, I, don't, I don't think about breathing. It doesn't Does it come, come out, out other of places? anywhere else? <laughs> it's the Venture Brothers Brown what was mm-hmm. it, Brown Widow. Brown Recluse. Well, because you got to think about it. Spiders, yeah, they it comes out, out of their, their ass. ass. Yeah, that's, well, that's the whole point in the Venture Brothers. The Brown Recluse, You're which right. is their Spider-Man character, is voiced by Nathan Fillion, isn't it? Yes. It just comes out of his ass. I think so. Yeah. Oh. It just shoots it out of his ass or whatever. Yeah, no. I, I Brown Widow. I think it was. I thought uh, it was Brown yeah. Widow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and you know. The I great think, thing is, this will be what we talk about. You don't need to have like these villains in, you know, in, in the MCU for anything else, unless you were going to have somebody like Osborn, because Osborn was, plays such a role in Avengers and things like that. I was, I would not have been shocked if Otto had stayed. Sure, that was where I was kind of like, I could see Otto staying. Well, Otto, and and I'm perfectly fine having Alfred Molina again as Otto. Octavius Otto and and Osborn are the two main villains for. Spider-Man. Yes, and it's just the way that they put it in. We because th- I think Norman plays such a huge role in this. You don't want him again, right? Where Otto doesn't. In My terms of like, God, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's nuts. His face looks like the classic Willem Dafoe Green Goblin face. Willem Dafoe is Gary Busey if Gary Busey wasn't insane. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like funny. He can control his insanity. When May when May hit him with the the serum that doesn't work, I thought it was going to turn him green and into the Goblin. Well, I thought it was going to turn into, like, the ultimate Green Goblin. That's what I kind of mean, yeah. A massive beast. Yeah. But it was cool yeah. to, it was cool that, you know, he had the purple cloak that, you know, the jumpsuit that kind of ripped and everything. So he had that look, and you really didn't need to have any prosthetics or, you know, CGI mm-hmm. for him because his face was so, it became so distorted between the two that it worked beautifully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every, you know, every, every little idiosyncrasy of the first five films kind of got addressed and, you know, and, and made fun it's of, like or that they were able to poke fun at it and still make you not like, oh, and they got closure. Just, yeah. They're not just, you saw that there was a, a sense of humor about it when you, when you saw the edge of the spider verse cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was yes. Just like. When they get to the Tobey Maguire one, no, this is a and then this happened. We don't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like oh, he's the dance. <laughs> well, who produced uh, Edge? Was it Sony? Sony. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now so at least they were making fun of their own. Here's where it gets my my one true problem with it, or possible problem. There's a plot hole with the Eddie Brock Venom scene that they have as the mid credit. 
In the spell, the original spell, sorry we're keeping you awake, Mikey. In the original spell, when they had the villains and everybody start coming through, we know Eddie Brock Venom comes through from the end of Venom, Let, Let There Be Carnage. Venom doesn't know, Venom or Eddie Brock don't know about Spider-Man and Peter Parker until they come into the MCU. So how did they come through if it was only people that knew or were looking for Peter Parker slash Spider-Man? It could be answered in Morbius because if Morbius is set in the Tony, Tobey Maguire, you know, universe reverse, because we see the Spider-Man murder poster. That is the Tobey Maguire costume. There's the daily bugle paper and things like that. What if it's this? And with the with the original say, logo, would you just say because it's the people that are coming through are people that are looking for Peter, right? What if Venom is looking for Peter to kill him because he wants to eat bad guys, right? That's right. Isn't that part of the film. So if if yes, he sees if he's in the same universe as Morbius, which he is, and he sees like, oh, Peter Parker is a murderer. Let's go kill him. He's searching for him, and that's how he flips. But he would see it as Spider Man's a killer because there's nothing in the Tobey Maguire movies that reveals that he's spider-man to anybody right. but his immediate villains and uh, no, that's true i thought tofer realized it was parker as venom or as in the black suit or whatever yes or th- but Peter. that's where we get to right but they, they can't but be the they can't be the same eddie brock just different actors because venom is an origin story correct he right, doesn't, right. you know, it's not like that. Eddie Brock was like, oh, I had this for a couple of years right, ago. No. Yeah. Or the, 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 the other thing like, that we yeah. said is because it's. Well, why would that be set in the Tobey Maguire? Just because. Thing? Because we the, poster that, the poster that that says murderer that has Spider-Man on it yeah. is the Tobey Maguire costume. Yeah. The other idea was the idea I had is that Venom knows that it's him. The symbiote knows that it's him. Symbiote, uh, symbiote, whatever. Yeah, and because yeah. it's the Soviet, the Soviet. The symbiote that stays, and so maybe it's a symbiote comes, and that's why Tom the Hardy's the symbiote Eddie brings Brock Eddie Brock. Brock. Yeah. But it's it can't be because the the two you can't have two origins for him like that. Right. You know, there's no way for Teddy Brock, the Eddie, Tom Teddy, Hardy's Teddy Brock. Teddy Brock, for Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock to get taken over by the symbiote and not say something like oh, again, especially since like, Eddie Brock before. left right. New York to go to yeah. San Francisco in the so, first Venom. I think it's just, I, th- I think it's funny that what everyone was talking about two months ago or three months ago, which is the post credit scene for Venom, of like, oh, he blips into our universe, yeah. is immediately undone by the first post credit scene. They actually here. say it in it. We just got yeah. here. Yeah, we just, no, we just got here. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but like Ethan was talking about in terms of a clean slate, you have a symbiote in that universe now. Correct. Or at least a piece of it, a piece of the yeah. goo. Right. And so you can recast and give us somebody else and give us a new Venom. In one of the 35 Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies we're going to get in the next two years. That poor kid's going to die. They're going to they're gonna Look, overwork him like crazy. It, we said this movie's projected to at least do $240 million this weekend. That's the highest grossing movie during the pandemic. Since, matter of fact, that's probably the highest grossing movie since Spider-Man was, well, maybe not. So it made 50 on uh, Thursday. Yeah, it made fifty uh, on Thursday and it made hundred and twenty-one, making it the second highest opening day, day ever behind Endgame. So that's already hundred and seventy million before you get to you, know, you have a charity. So it's the first time in since the pandemic you've seen a movie theater have 
multiple theaters yeah. set up for a film like that. You have a chance for this movie by December 31st to make more money than all of the other movies in 2021 combined. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. That's that's where we're at. And that really, like I said, it really shows how anticipated and how powerful this film is, is that people are risking their lives to go see it. Well, we were we were talking about... Let's say they're unvaccinated. We were talking about what movie would it be that we finally see if fans will, or if people will go back to the theater to really... You know, put, push a movie like you know. I think we all said it was this one. We we said this is the one. You know, of we all Marvel with, movies, the, the do, other yeah, two the weren't. Marvel movies are different, right? So we get a Black Widow that does okay, but it's also available for thirty dollars on Disney Plus the day it drops. We see Shang Chi do very well, better than we thought, well enough to push the date that it goes onto Disney Plus, so they could have another week or two of box office. Mm-hmm. It's probably number one for the year up until this weekend. Um, if I remember, I can't think of anything else that would be more. Also, like Shang Chi was a character that people really didn't know. But that's that, that's where but, I think but that, that's where it gets that's into where. Well, let's put it this way: Bethy didn't go see Shang Chi because she didn't care. Correct. She you didn't know, go see Eternals because, because she didn't Eternals. care. Eternals is the movie where there's a bunch of characters that we don't know, mm-hmm. and it didn't get great critical reviews. <clears throat> this has all of those points. You know, it's it's a sequel. To some of the most popular Marvel films that we mm-hmm. have, it's, it's coming out character. at a time that kids are out of school and whatever. Um, it obviously is something that everyone was waiting for. It's got Charlie Cox in it, you know, whatever. It's got Charlie's um, Cox. It's got Charlie's Cox in it. Not <laughs> well, there's one, a, not there's a lot of speculation on uh, characters yeah. being in it, so and people so wanted to this, see if those. Came this through. does kind of like it's got Charlie's Cox in it. This was where not not so much that how many would go see, is to see this how spiders people, man. Shut up for a second. Let me fucking finish. <laughs> that there's a there's people that are. If it didn't do well, we would show how many people are really afraid of going back. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we going to do that's going to get people past? What are they willing to go? What are we going to do to get people in the door? Get people. What What is it going to take to get people who are? I mean, I've got a bunch of them on 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 our things. Like, I haven't gone to the movies all year, but I'm going to the movies for this. Right. You know, I didn't go to see Chong Chi. I didn't go see Black Widow. I didn't go see Fast and Furious. I didn't go see Dude. Ghostbusters. I didn't go see Dune. But I'm going to go see this. Mm-hmm. Um. Also because of whatever limbo that the Sony to Disney Plus thing is. We don't have a 45-day window that we know of. Correct. You know, we haven't been given a date yet. I think that helps that film. Like, you got to go see it now. And the fact that the, the buzz of don't spoil it. Right. You, you've, you've been rumored to see what this is. They've given you just enough in the trailers to be like, I'm not exactly sure what the hell's going on here. Right. That, you know, I, I, I waited to see it. I mean, this... this uh, Let's see the, the picture that's in there. I mean, I've been worried for the last two days because it, you know, it showed up in England on Wednesday. Yep. Um, but you also had the main, you you had the main actors telling you, you know, please don't spoil it. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, it, that, that kind of had that moment. I walked out like, oh, I can look at the internet again. I don't yeah. have to worry. Like the last two days, I've just been kind of scrolling through with one eye because I do have to use it for work. Um, you know, I've got communication that's in it or whatever. And it's also just like trying to see what's going on. And people have been good. You know, you haven't had somebody that was like, wow, Toby and Andrew show up halfway through the film. I never saw that coming. Like, really? Who would have Come known on. Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker. Man, Skywalker. Charlie Cox is in this? Um, 
Well, there was um, apparently one guy oh, going through like Twitter on the Spider-Man hashtag and on every post was commenting a spoiler. Yeah, there's always those guys that, been, that try to do it. Well, I saw somebody do the, you know, the old picture where it's one person looking in the mirror, taking, you know, drawing what they're seeing in the mirror and it's somebody else. So they did, uh, and or they did, um, they did Tom Holland. They have Tom Holland looking in the mirror. It's, 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 uh, Toby McGuire and he's drawing Andrew Garfield. That showed up as, you know, like a T, as like a shirt was, punch or something. But that's yeah, been but out, that's, out there that's before. The, that's the rumor. Right. You could have done that the moment Tom Holland was hired. Right. You know, just be like, hey, we've got three different Spider-Man. And I think they've done you it know. before like that, before they even like needed to announce this. Those great means of, uh, when <laughs> they show, um, uh, young Professor X. Well, I can't remember his name. First class James professor. J- yes. Yeah. Don't give it to him. James McAvoy and then uh, uh, Ian McDermott. And it's just like, wow, he aged really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years, 1960s to the 1990s, 30 years. Like He looked like he grew like 45 right. years. And then there's a lot of them where you, you know, yeah, there's those, two those or three actors and they yeah. do it with like there, that. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with that. But people that have pretty much been good. Yeah. You know? You know, it's always the, the the thing that they talk about all the way back with Game of Thrones of how great Game of Thrones fans were as that season was progressing. Right. Book fans that didn't spoil the ending. Right. They didn't For the get on there. Ending. Yeah, just like, hey, don't get used to Ned. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Sean Bean, he never makes it out of anything. Trust me, when you get to the end of this, you'll know what I'm talking about. Right. There wasn't anything like that. You know, it wasn't until mm-hmm. it actually happened uh, that people started to put it out there fairly quickly, but... You know, there's no moments of getting, you know, Scarlet Witch's costume revealed. There's no moments of like, oh, yeah, the, the, what's her face? Aaron Kellerman's Captain character. Captain America's costume for Sam. I feel like that was Marvel. I thought Marvel put that out fairly early because, I mean, it's at least that it's one a costume. That got ruined because people were posting the toy. I saw that one. But the, but the one of the things was the toy looks so much like the original, you know, the costume. No. That she, no. It looks a lot like the show. The show costume is the is the comic costume. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Because I remember you told me about that, and I said that could just be the comic character, right? That's what we were. Different, yeah. yeah. But it turned out to be yes. It was it was the the movie one. Because like this week, Hasbro showed figures for. Apparently, I'm going to use your dog as a dog as a footrest. Um, Doctor Strange two. Doctor Strange two, and there's despair and Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. They're not going to be in that film, but. Comic book guys were like, they're going to be in the film because they're in the they're in the toys. They're in the toys. Like, no, they do this all the time. We went back to like one of the, I think it was like the last Spider Man movie one that they had. The ones when they released for No Way mm-hmm. Home or or even Homecoming, where three of the figures were just comic book versions of Spider Man characters because it's right. the only place you're going to release them. So when the the Sam one came out, I'm like, boy, that is exactly like the the mm-hmm. Stuart Everman's well, design. Well, even even this uh, Spider Man wave that came out you know you had some of the characters from spider-man no way home the costumes remember you had the black costume things like that but then you had two or three other figures in that wave that were comic book they were actually marvel legends characters you know but they were in the same color package it would say something different at the bottom when it has their name and the film and everything but they they were part of the daredevil one's another big one where there were a lot of figures in that that weren't in the Daredevil 2 movie. And, you know, they, they always back put those lines together. The hell is Daredevil 2? Yeah. 
Not Daredevil. I mean, Deadpool 2. Sorry. <laughs> Daredevil didn't get a sequel. Are you talking about Electra? Because that's even worse. I'm looking at Air and an ad. I'm looking at <laughs> it's a guy that we work with. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're not getting through Saturday Night Live tonight. Yeah, um, Ethan. I'm looking at Ethan here doing you know, the bird head, trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking. I'm doing about. the same thing. I'm looking I'm like, like, nope, Daredevil two. What the hell is Daredevil two? The first one. Like you talk about the second they, season. They didn't do toys for that. They didn't do toys for it. Oh no, they did do toys for the X Men. Well, they did toys of the Netflix characters, but they did them in the comic designs, except for the Charlie Cox one. Like no. they, did, they did aliases. They did the Jessica Jones. Yes, it's close yes. because it's also that's exactly what she wears in the comic, right? Because so. that was also the uh, the the Nick Cage, Luke Cage. Uh, that almost looked like the comic one. Uh, they did Punisher though. They did do Punisher. Um, yeah, I mean, this if you wanted fan service, it was in this movie, but it was done very, very well. Yeah, there's a lot of fan service in it. Yeah. It, it was very insular, you know, where whatever happens in this movie has to be wrapped up within this movie because it's not carrying on to mm-hmm. the next movie. Or it's something that all, you know, her own pretty much attached to a cameo. Right. I mean, Charlie Cox's role is only less than four minutes of screen time. Sure. You know, he's there, he catches a brick, he leaves. That's the end of it. You never see him mm-hmm. again. Um And a lot of that was a lot of, fan, you know, back when they originally thought that, that scene up, or fans thought that scene up because that's very much what exactly what the fans wanted, you know, for this movie. Once they found out Peter Parker wanted, was wanted for murder, Charlie Cox to represent, represent Spider Man yes. as, as his lawyer, pretty much. Yeah, no, they wanted Matt Murdock to be right. Sorry, not Charlie Cox. No, they wanted Charlie Cox <laughs> just because it's Charlie Cox. Thanks, Charlie. I'm a lawyer too. So you know, I'm a blind lawyer scene, too. <laughs> They the, that so they got that scene, but I'm just wondering if that if that became uh we want to start to use Daredevil again. Do we use Charlie Cox? Do we hire somebody new? The fans really want Carolyn Cox. Yes, Carolyn Cox. We really they really want Charlie. That was Cox. My thing is like it wasn't that long ago that you know <sighs> with him and Vincent D'Onofrio that they played in Daredevil. And the fans love them so much. It's like, why wouldn't you use them again? They did such a great job. Well, there, there's there's characters. many many reasons why you could. Or because wouldn't. I know Kevin Feige and asshole studio people want their own version. They don't want to do what somebody else has done before. Yeah, that's why they, it was reasonable to think that we wouldn't see them again. If it, if it had and been it was reasonable to think that we would, but that's what now we know that they're there. Great, and now we can move on. Now it becomes: We're we going to see everybody else. When are we going to get? When is when is a uh, uh, Luke? Cage? Well, you when heard is Punisher coming back. When you is, heard Sebastian when he walked out. Great, my Luke Cage is saved. Yeah, and it's like well, probably we're gonna, not. We're going to get the Rock as Luke Cage. I mean, come on. Um, he'd well, be too old. Doesn't matter. You just put him wherever you want. <laughs> he doesn't have to be young. Which I guess not. Um. And Affleck played Batman as if he was 75. What do you want? Yeah, but then, so after the movie, we get the the trailer for, which the first time, which is the end, and you know, usually that's saved for linking the whatever's happening next. At that very, I mean, it does do that, but yeah. it's but, but it instead was, instead of it being a scene yeah, it's from almost, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's trailer. a trailer, a teaser, right? Which, if you look at it, this is one of the first times I've ever seen the. Ending movie logos. 
show up before the yes, end scene. Before it says like Thor will be coming right. back next year or whatever. And that's why I was like, if it if this seems like it's the the to me the closure of all of Sony. As a matter of fact, last night when I was with Ethan, I had to think of was there a scene that link you know that that wasn't just for Spider Man that was something that would link to the rest of the MCU after the credits. I don't remember what they were in the first one. No, I'm coming. Was that the prison scene? Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's just in there. Yes. And then you have the, but that's just in there. And then in No Way, no, Far From Home, it's the Fury. Fury thing. Which doesn't set, doesn't directly set up the new thing, but it does give you information about what's going on. Correct. Where Fury is really located. Yeah. Because they address it in this one while Fury's been gone for a year. And they kind of, they've gotten away from that lately anyway. I mean, it's not like the end of Hulk is finding the hammer or whatever. Right. The end of Cap is the beginning of Avengers. Right. You know, or anything like that. It's just that they're not connecting pieces. They're things that have to do with the film you just saw. They're characters that are in them. Correct. So this is more of a trailer that we, we get more information, a lot more information and it sure seems like they're even connecting the What If series to this film. That was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because as much as they've kind of just taken what we would think of as the rule book and thrown it away. Yeah. Because you, it sounds like you're going to have a film early next year and they're going to be like, hey, did you see WandaVision? Right. No, I didn't. Leave the theater right now. Did you see What If? No? Get out. Yeah. Because you're not going to understand this. Um, I'm sure. That, I mean, they'll, they'll re-explain it within it. But, but even it is even the, even the, the comment that you know about uh, Wanda talking to Strange. Oh, I know you. You're here. I know you know. I uh, lost control. And he yeah. says this isn't about Winterville, West, Westville, Westview, Westview, whatever. Right. But the way that it's told it now, but an audience can assume like, oh, something went wrong somewhere. And, and that you can way, do it you yourself. can. Yes, you can. If you want to find out what happened in Westview, it's yeah. not just a, a throw a line is, in a movie anymore. That is a anymore. different beast than my assertion that Wanda would be the bad guy in the film. Sure. Where that would have had to have been Kevin Feige comes on screen before the opening. Did you guys see WandaVision nine episodes on Disney Plus last year? Because if you didn't, this movie's going to make no sense. Right. The last time you saw her, she was kicking Thanos' ass. Right. And now, she's the bad guy. You know, yeah. Strange is going to try and lock her in a cell somewhere. Um, so that was, that's kind of the remember thing they went back and there was, cause you could they did easily, a lot of reshooting and a lot of uh, yeah, extra you, shooting for I, this. I film. think the, and changing Dr. Strange, the creature that we see in what if can be explained fairly easily in the, Oh, in totally. The, yeah. The idea of like, and just the, the line that they say, the most dangerous being in the universe is you. Right. It's, it's, it's all he, He's the manifestation of all the bad things, strange, or all the questionable spells he was doing. Because when it he was split first, him in two. when he was first walking towards the woman that ends up turning around and being Elizabeth Olsen, mm-hmm. I thought it was Rachel uh, McAdams. Mm-hmm. Well, they guess because right before that they show Rachel McAdams in a wedding dress going up. You yeah, know. I thought that's what it was going to be. It's like he decided in his time <laughs> that he was captured in the mirror universe. He's like, I think I can find a way to to, to yeah. save Rachel or whatever. So. We gotta go before Mikey crashes his car on the way home. <laughs> um, definitely a great movie. I mean, it, it's not the greatest Marvel film of all time. If you're a Spider-Man fan, that's if you're a Spider-Man fan, it gave you everything that you needed out of a, 
a final sign, uh, like a final story for this except, movie, except for Tobey Maguire dancing. Like I, I did, said, I did that one more time. Like I said, this to me is the wrap up of the Sony influence of the Spider-Man character. This is this is Pat, Amy Pasqua, Pascal ending her connection to the Spider-Man movies. I you could know, be wrong, and she's still a producer. And she, her company's going to produce the next three. So, or and they still may. You know, I think yeah. it's just this story is Marvel's control the, is the more solidified. Rasa of it of removing everything is the most important part. of Sure, this. and you know they'll keep pieces going forward, just like Charlie Cox out of the Netflix thing. They'll throw other stuff away. Some of it may remain well, on contracts. It may be like, you know what? Maybe Zendaya doesn't want to wear a see-through dress to a premiere again that is just starting. But here's the other thing is we know that Zendaya, we know that MJ and Ned are leaving to go to MIT. Mm-hmm. They're no longer going to be in New York for at least four years on a regular basis. They're crime in Boston. Yes, and Spider-Man did go to Boston for a little bit. Oh, man. No, now you actually get the Mary Jane Watson. That's the room. That's the I, idea I, that's is that you start with a new relationship I or you, you build into Stacey. a... I said if, it would if be I were to do it where he's at, because he's out of high school, he's in college, I'd take Gwen Stacy and make Gwen Stacy the police captain. Instead of because she's the, the daughter of Captain Stacy, you're not going to take him out of college. There's too many things you can no, do with I didn't him say, in college. Now that he's out of high school and he's oh, in sure. college, sure, she doesn't have to be a student. She no. can be an adult, right? She can be a 24 year old police lieutenant, or yeah. captain, or whatever. You know, to do something where you give us a different kind of Gwen, mm. and it'll probably be like you know Kate Upton or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, but the, the you're going to end up getting her to be a spider at that point if you introduce her. Just take a spider from another universe. Sure. You can always bring because in. I don't think they're going to take an adult spider Gwen. Because one of the things of the Gwen that's there. No, it'd be tall. a college age. It'd be the same age as Peter. She's, yeah. She's, she's, we'll see. They would meet in college. It's it's pointless to speculate. But, but here's the thing. If they do Spider-Man the college years, you're going to end it's up. It's really going to be Mephisto as. If they give me three films where all of them use college in it. Ugh, all the titles. <laughs> you know. College bound, college freshman, college leaving. It was like, well, come on. I want, yeah, I want no way, homie. No way, homie. Uh, but no, it was, it was really good. Um, we had like nine hours. I don't know. I feel like we've been recording for at least two hours. Uh, yes, two hours, five minutes. So we're gonna wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables. We're on Instagram as nerdables and on Twitter at nerdables show. Oh, and I forgot. If you want Nacho Man to come back, just let us know. 